When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so we are joined here by Miss Heidi Anderson. Hello, um, I'm Mrs. Heidi oh, Anderson. Oh, Mrs. Actually. Heidi I'm Anderson. Oh. Um, what are we talking about today? Well, so much. Yeah. This is like you're going to go on a ride with yeah. us. Like we're going to. Did any of us cry? Uh, no, no, we didn't nearly. nearly. Yeah. But I mean, like you'll go. We'll we'll go to places you didn't think we we're going to go. Then yeah. we'll be over Malibu. here. Like, yeah, <laughs> having, having a laugh in yeah. one place, but. Today, like, we covered a lot. Yeah. I'm going to say 100-plus conversations. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I re- we, we definitely covered the confidence side of things, uh, the, yeah. the cut masking your symptoms with alcohol and yeah. drugs. Yeah, we got deep, vulnerable. We heard your story. We had talked about ghosts with our kids. Yeah. What else? A little and bit we, Living in Bunbury, egos, yeah. like, your comedy. Like, you know, we even I, – I got to psychoanalyse you yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. And this was great because we actually had a – we had sort of like an on-air disagreement and we were able to work through it yeah. with the, it was a happy the, disagreement the, oh um, yeah we got our body like, positivity stuff so yeah the punching yeah. gloves no we didn't <laughs> it's was a right. healthy discussion thanks mm. to all the team patreons or, um, team <laughs> <laughs> or team hi daniel we do have a new patreon to thank i have ron evans thanks ron hey, also ron. the painting uh, sponsoring sponsor. the footy tipping comp thanks yeah. ron perfect so yeah. yeah i Cheers. need to get onto this patreon yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, i don't know if you want to but yeah. <laughs> is it like only fans yeah basically that's how delby describes it it's like OnlyFans for podcasters. So if you want to get on, there's going to be a new episode up by the end of the week with me and Kyle Legacy. Uh, we just had a little chat yesterday for about 40 a, minutes. And it's a little blurry because Delby didn't know how to record. Yep. So <laughs> me and cameras. <laughs> uh, Big Daddy's not here. Cool. Oh. After him. And, um, and then this episode's brought to you by, by Raunchy, the healthiest beer you can drink. <laughs> oh, where is my Raunchy, Raunchy. beer? There you go. We'll what give does it you taste a, like? Uh, it's actually, actually good. good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's oh, get hard. Stop it. Oh, let's get hard. Oh, let's get hard. Hey. Hey. Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. (laughs) (laughs) Anything Chris White says, please (laughs) disregard it. 5D is actually a state of being. It's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm going to throw it over to your co-host. Daniel Delby. And Cameron Brand. I would do this and then I'd gong. (laughs) (laughs) Free in attendance for the millions listening at home. Let's get hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, this is, you know how there's one little thing that becomes a tra- like a traumatic trigger? Oh, yes. Like so one of my, like Lizzo. Yeah. <laughs> so like um, <laughs> uh, Kevin Bridges came to Perth. Yeah. Right. And I'd wanted to see him for ages. And uh, he's a Scottish comedian. And it was the same night that Port versed West Coast. Oh, and they... It, after the siren, Luke Shuey. Shuey kicked the goal. Yeah. But I went, I was like, fuck, I'm missing the final, but I've always wanted to see Kevin Bridges. And he did the whole hour I had already seen. So oh. I, I went there just going, fuck, man, I've already seen this. I already know all the jokes. Like, yeah, it's enjoyable, but the Eagles are winning a game, a final after the after siren. After the siren. Oh. A final. So, hey, that was, uh, yeah, 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 2009. 
19? Uh, was it the year after we won the after flag? After the flag, yeah. yeah. Just so, scraped in, yeah. So yeah. I was like hell disappointed because I was like, oh, I thought he was bringing a new show. Yeah. So I don't know. But I think like when people see you on TikTok or whatever, they're only expecting little, like little bits, right? Because yeah, yeah. I thought that you had strong content on your Instagram. Yeah. But that's the content that needs to be over on TikTok all Yeah, the time. yeah. Because we've got that on TikTok. Mm. We've been doing that a bit. Yeah. With the, with the podcast. With the yeah. podcast. Yeah. So I put Are you talking like, about my wedding stuff? Yeah, your wedding stuff. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to yeah. say, you know what's works on TikTok? It's literally just like Instagram stories. Yeah. So like you oh, guys yeah. doing behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. That's what it, goes really well. Because we've it's the algorithms changed a little bit and yeah. Yeah. our videos went from going fucking bonkers. Because to like it's very nothing. much like about because I was like stories, just like Instagram, and they're like, yeah, that's pretty much what you want to do on TikTok right now. Yeah. It's like all behind the scenes and like, you know, just what feels real, like, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. That's like the well, uh, amateur being, porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you're not feels real. Because you're not being, so, and I'd say, I'd say this to my social media clients, like sometimes the real good quality stuff that I provide isn't yeah. the best yes. that you can have. Sometimes you just need to go selfie mode on the camera and show yeah. a real person because yes. they'll oh engage God, more. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, see, I need more of this in my life. This yeah. is like taking me back to the old radio days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. we well, like we started in the um, in your room in my in in my back office. No like, aircon, no aircon, sweating, and so then good. we changed into my theatre room, which was kind of cool. And then I moved house to a rental in Kingsley, <laughs> yeah, in the front office again. And now we we somehow took over this We've from Wolfie. Wolfie. So good, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, you should just rent it out to other people though. To like, that's the that's one of the plans, but. Um, Ranch is attached to how well we've made it look. But and you he doesn't just want have to. Like a curtain <laughs> yeah. the, the what? You guys think the exact same. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, my my idea is up here is to have like a pull down blind. Yeah. So it covers up all of our stuff. Yeah. And then maybe a curtain that goes over that. And then, yeah. And then anyone can come and use yeah. it. Yeah. And then I'll just it. produce it, and people can pay me money. Yeah. yeah <laughs> to do it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So good. If anyone wants to do a podcast out there. Yeah, if, oh, we yeah. already recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we just get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> Did they even get like a, an intro? No, we do, we do intro and post. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah, because then we uh, we can cover what we talked about and it gives everyone an insight as to what they're going to hear about yeah. for the next hour. So well, we're very we, clever like that. Well, yeah. Did we bring it? I can't even remember what we're talking about now. Yeah, the know. podcasting, the the TikTok, the behind oh, the scenes. Yes, I don't want to give too much of my content away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On Wednesdays we wear pink. Apparently, oh yeah, we've, we've mate. I nearly you missed the memo, mate. I, I nearly wore my my peach yeah. shirt as well. That would we have got been full mean girls. Mm, yeah, um, full mean girls. Oh, yeah. actually, that's a good way to kick yeah. into it because I, I was going through your content the other day and I was looking at it and um, some of the stuff I love is this. Uh, the 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 confidence stuff that you're talking about, but the 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 mean girls approach, you know, being the mean girls to each other to create the confidence within the, yourselves or something. So maybe well, go down that path. And so okay, so you would experience the inner critic, yes, like all especially the time. Yeah, yeah, especially being a comedian. Yeah. You know, you're putting yourself out there with your podcast. She didn't point to me. I mean, but I may think you're a comedian by the end of this. Mm. Yeah, but like, so I talk a lot about our inner critics and I call them the mean girls. So my approach is understanding and getting to know your inner mean team, Mm. your inner mean gals, so then you can become friends with them. Mm -hmm. So, because the thing is they're there all the time. They They never go away. Serve a purpose to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. And like, but sometimes they can keep you really small. They can keep you boxed in. Mm -hmm. And so for me, mine kept me 
you know, for years thinking that I was fat, disgusting, like all of these horrible things that I used to say to myself that didn't serve me serve me at all yeah Mm. and so now i coach women and like we really confront them in the shit that i do which is probably what you saw where we get them to write all over their bodies like they're they're so on the back we get them to write their mean words like Mm -hmm. in in a workshop and then we talk because what you do is you partner up and then they'll say oh my god fuck you talk to yourself like that oh me too and it's like me too me too and so they have this moment of connection Mm. and then how we rewrite the narrative is like once we've confronted it and we know our stories because a lot of us hide from them we run from them we drown them out we drink i mean i i was like sleeping around for years and drinking beers and you know like i was a wild motherfucker i listened to audio book we'll hear hear about that are we the same person (laughs) and then all of a sudden like we have this awakening and you know but yeah, so and then basically we convert the words into power words mm-hmm. and then they become our narrative. Maybe and that's what Benny Cousins was doing. Oh, such is life. Such is life. <laughs> yeah, he started out yeah. early, didn't he? I yeah, mean, yeah. I've got believe on my wrist. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, it served as a purpose like 10 years ago. Now I don't really look uh, at it. Yeah. I got one. I got believe, one. receive. We got one. To, uh, live in the moment. Oh, yeah. So I got that drunk in Thailand. Don't remember getting it. <laughs> so in the moment. So, so in, in the, the moment. moment. <laughs> I, all I remember, and this was definitely said to me the next day, was like, you were like, they were saying I was getting so emotional in the pub on the last night of footy trip and the guy like, you were going yeah we just got to appreciate every moment and then you were gone <laughs> I've never heard that story yes. right. and you just disappeared you I just up. disappeared woke up and we were on a flight home the next oh. day and one of the guys was like what the fuck and did they spell it right yeah but it's bent like it's oh. slightly bent, see? Yeah. Or maybe that's just my arm. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, too much flexing. I've got yeah. Hot FM on my ass as well. Oh, yeah? Was that yeah. for a radio star? Yeah. yeah. So what, with where was Hot horns, FM? Was that? So, you know, WA. Oh, you know WA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm just familiar with it. Yeah. I'm just getting familiar warmed up, guys. Um, Bunbury. Yeah. So worked in Bunbury. We did like the network radio show. That was 10 years ago. And is, that what, um, is that what Mitch Mitch Tinley and that do now? Think oh, right, Mitch, Mitch and Les. Like, yeah. yeah, he he worked a little bit in radio when I was in there. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I met him through stand up um, years and years and years ago. Um, but yeah. I also met you because of mm-hmm. our radio contact, Jess Duncan. Yeah. So we might I as guess. well start from the very start and then yeah. go back to Mean Girls. Mm. Yeah. We were Mean Girls to Woody. We were Mean Girls to Woody. Woody went on a date. Oh, was this the the prank one yeah. that you did years ago? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's how I met Heidi. Full circle. Yeah. I like it. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So um, for the those that haven't heard, like Woody was bragging about going on a date with Bree Shepherd. I think Brad Shepherd's sister. Mm-hmm. I love this. Is Who? so <laughs> West, yeah. so Perth, isn't it? Everyone and I, knows everyone. And we've had Chef on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh my, and, and I this, didn't know him back then. And this was we would just move to Perth. So Will and Woody were my co-hosts. We just started at ninety two nine, and we were trying to make noise around our radio show. Yeah. Uh, and, and it will work. Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah. I mean, it made the news the next day. The Fuck prank. No. Remember, wow. I was on yeah. nine. Yeah. News. I actually I just found it on YouTube because the it's the whole there? thing is gone, but yeah. the clips and the interview that they did on the news is on YouTube so, so we'll like put that up Nine News cared oh, no. about <laughs> <laughs> like that, but it was yeah we just we just gone into Iraq it's all good now yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, like that, that was so baffling but you I think Jess organised you and so Woody was going on this day yeah. and Will wanted to prank him yeah. and we went I met the, these guys beforehand. We made a plan that yeah. I was Bree's boyfriend mm. yes. and interrupted their dinner 
they planned to sit somewhere, but then they had to move and, and sit out the front. Didn't you? Did you wear a wife beater or something like I that? I put on a like an Ed Hardy jacket. He yeah. looked tough. Yeah, I looked tough. He looked tough. That was it. But and then you was because you're you do acting, don't you? Used to back in the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. You fully went into like <laughs> sh- like that was Bree's boyfriend, hundred yeah. percent. Well, yeah. he's he almost uh, it's manifested now with all the tension stuff we're doing. Yeah. So when it's for a cause, you did, were you shooting yourself with that? Um, I, I was actually more excited because I knew that it was yeah it was all a prank, a prank on one guy yeah 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 and someone else was in on it when no one's in on it and you got to prank the public that's where I get oh, the anxiety yeah. like oh I don't want to do this but so every day of our life it. at the moment yeah <laughs> yeah which is fucked but um yeah like I just literally leant over the rail and stood and and stared at him for ages and he goes are you right mate I'm like no mate I'm not fucking right this is my girlfriend he's like this is just a friendly drink this is just a <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he, yeah. as Will and I both knew just coward yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But he's so nice like he was probably bigger than me like if he but I mean I was like Amping. he was so shocked yeah he was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I reckon he was going to cry. Yeah, he goes, still take a seat. Do you want to sit down? I said, yeah, I will. <laughs> he goes, do you want a drink? I go, nah. And then I took his and drank his. He goes, oh, just have mine. <laughs> I'm like, you're going out with one of the fucking Hanson brothers. You tagged yourself in. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, and then. It was really good. Yeah. Well, it was like you couldn't have wrote it better. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, And he was absolutely blindsided, had no fucking idea. I remember we were hiding around the corner like the yeah. cameras were out. I felt nervous <laughs> for him and scared. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's right. It's a, it's a joke. Yeah. Like, it's and a you joke. came out and you were like, yeah. are you okay? He's like, Wah! I don't know who this guy is, but he's the best actor ever. And he jumps on me. And then he started doing stand-up. And yeah. just by chance, it was almost a week or two later, he's decided to do stand-up. And I walked up and he's in the... Green room. I was like, remember me, cunt? <laughs> also, we're allowed to say the C word. On oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything's, yeah. Everything's See unfiltered. See it's Tuesday. Yeah. But I also have a feeling that I auditioned for Big Brother with you um, in the year that you got through because I got through to the final 10 twice. Whoa, And I have way. a feeling that I met you at one of the auditions. In Sydney. Oh, was, was your audition in Sydney? So I did oh. one here when I was – so I did – Oh, fuck. It would have been here. Yeah, so, so I did one here. That was my last year. So it was 2012. Yeah. And, yeah, I tried out when I was working in Breakfast Radio in Bunbury. Yeah. So that could have been... I have a feeling. Like, I really so have I a feeling. So I was memorable, wasn't yeah. I? <laughs> I don't actually remember yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I got down into one of the series, the the guy that was a magician, I think. I was in that, oh. the final fucking six. A magician? In yeah, Big he was Brother. Some sort of a that was going to be his in. To that like was after you, I think. Oh, okay. And the one before that, I, the one that were, that you got through, I don't think I made it past like the f- second round. I think. Well, but I didn't. I, that was when I just moved to Newcastle, and right. I didn't even wasn't even going to go audition. So the last year that I didn't get through 2012, I was like, I'm never auditioning. I've been rejected way too many times. Like this just isn't my thing. Yeah. Mm. Fuck it's it. It's mandating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're still searching. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Don't worry. They'll be. They'll. They'll come they'll be out. There. Yeah, yeah. They'll be there. One day. <laughs> One day. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we were, so we kind of gone like a little bit. Um, yeah. Full We've circle, been and then just bumped into Heidi at a wedding. Down and now you're in all my content in the background laughing. Oh my god! <laughs> of, of Steph's it, was, wedding. it was one of the best weddings I've ever been to. Not because their MC was very funny. No, it was, it, obviously love 
um, Tim and Steph, whose yeah. wedding we were at. But I just loved the freeness and the mm. looseness. Like, because oh, I so love loose. getting loose at weddings. Like, yeah. you know, you'll always find me on the D floor, smoking darts out the back, having yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DMs at the bar. Or at Steph's wedding, I was sliding over the floor. Like, I was sliding on the floor, like, doing yeah. all this crazy shit. But you Fuck, just, do, it uh, made, it, are it, we it, the same person? Yeah, like, you guys are <laughs> like, <laughs> but identical. that's probably why he was like, oh, she's laughing at my joke. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I laugh out of pity, but that's yeah. Oh, I definitely wasn't laughing out of pity. I'd yeah. had a few champagnes, but yeah. it was just, and I was like, how do I know that guy? Like when you were, you know, doing marrying them. Yeah. And some of the, like, there was one joke that I was like, okay, well, that is too fast. So, <laughs> I'm like, that's in the ceremony. I approved it. Exactly. That's what I loved about it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember going, fuck. Oh my god, that's the guy that pranked Woody. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah and sick. that's how it all came together. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, I love that stuff, sort of stuff. Which mm. joke do you think was too far? The MD Amazing experience one. Oh no, that was fucking brilliant. <laughs> and I loved how he like talked about her boobs. It was probably, and this is one thing that uh, doing a lot of self development since I left radio, right? Yeah. I think sometimes I'm too, I can be, mm-hmm. and it was because when you're on breakfast radio, you've got a lot of people listening. Sometimes I get very protective of. If you make a joke about someone and then, oh, my God, they're offended. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I think that that came from radio, right? Yeah, like, right. And so I had to become very, like, political PC because Griffo sometimes oh, yeah. was always like, Hides, you don't have to, like, go in and mm. give them someone else. all the time. Yeah. And, beca- and I think that became a thing because on radio that was, like, the person that I had to kind of be sometimes yeah. because the boys, if they pushed it too far or whatever. Yeah. And I'm an empath, so I genuinely would be like, oh, my God, imagine if the person's – listening that you know they've said this about and yeah. then fuck what if their whole life you know this and is then such I'd, a good like leeway yeah. to go down yeah so yeah. it was something to do with um see but like i don't even want to say it <laughs> do it yeah. do it they, they, throw them under the bus no because i was like the fact that well, you, don't, know, you don't have to name a person no it wasn't a person it was an event that happened in world war ii Oh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you yeah. say? I don't um, think you should say it. It was uh, the Germans, um, something to do with, uh, they were genetically um, in a lab, like, because they were so good looking. Oh, yeah. And then there was a reference to some sort of death near the, too close to the Germans. <laughs> So yeah. it was like a... Because Tim's German. Yeah. Okay. And so that was... Like, and it, it, like it, it, people did go like, oh. <laughs> but yeah. like I said, like I said, oh, for me, then I start to think about, oh, well, what about people who are affected by that and their grandparents? That's yeah. how my train of thought goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, for me, like, this is, this is good because it's going to be our first... Healthy discussion. Mm. I, healthy, I like it. Healthy. Well, it is. Yeah, it <laughs> is. No, it's good. It's good. Um, I'm, I'm an, I am quite emp- empathetic. Yes. Right? Yep. But when it comes to any form of stage show, mm. whether it be a wedding, emceeing or comedy, if someone is uh, a viewer and you're going to get upset over a presentation piece and then you build your identity on the fact that you're getting offended on behalf of someone else, mm. yeah. I'm not cool with that because as a performer, I guess, I should be able to just... Within reason. Yes, yeah, yeah, within yeah. exactly. Reason. That's why I think there's like... Throw it out there. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Throw yeah. it out there within a, good, within a context. Yeah. Within fucking that, everyone's... Everyone's got the broad scope. Yeah. No, it's what... You don't go that far. You don't... This is the line. Yeah, whether like, it's you're not going to do racist or, or something or like that, you know, like, yeah. If the fact that it was a wedding that I've got 
um, that the bride and groom have proofread, then for me, oh, a hundred percent, I agree, and that's yeah. why. But it was like, and so for me, like I said, and this has been like my personal journey. You know, I've been out of radio, I think three and a half years yeah. now, mm-hmm. and it is crazy how much like I was boxed in, but also that I became a person. Like part of my identity became that person that they wanted me to be, like a mini Karen. No, oh. no, definitely. But like poor Karen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah poor the like, actual but Karens that are legends. Mar- yeah, joined my marketing list. Like you, so funny. So like I had, you know, there was the one person who complained, like who oh, fuck was off. a Karen. And now I've got it when you actually join my marketing list, like we take the piss out of the very, don't be a Karen around here. Like, <laughs> yeah. And we've got the screenshot of her yeah. actual message. Uh, but sorry, yeah, how, how did that feel for three and a half years? You're forced and expected to act a certain way. Well, if right, that goes yeah. against who you actually are as a person, there's some kind of disconnect there. So that's going to oh, make... Massive. But I think this is, you know, when you're... You would be the same in performing, right? Yeah. Like, I want to be the most authentic person that I can be. And that was one of the reasons why I had a successful radio career here in Perth yeah. and, you know, where I've, where I've worked and stuff is because I've always been real yeah, yeah, and have yeah. real conversation. I wanted to push real, like... I also love a laugh as well. Like yeah, I'm yeah. fucking here for a shits and giggles. Yeah. But... What I think happens is when you're working in that kind of environment and then you're working with a couple of other people, then all of a sudden you have to start to become all of the other people that are listening as well. Like, do you know what I mean? And I was the only female on the show. Yeah, Yeah. and we've seen that with um, our good mate, Sammy Richies, who's now the co-host of the Swanee. Swanee So he got bought bought in... um, Basically, because of the controversy between yeah. what was going on, just sort of level-headed. But Level, we level but, it out. But yeah. if, you know Sammy, today, yeah. if you know Sammy, if you know Sammy, if you know Sammy, and we know her pretty well, yeah. she is not that kind of girl. She's yeah. a fucking girl from Bullsbrook yeah. and loves the yeah. But she's, like this yeah, is one of the right, perfect fit. Be but she's yeah, she's definitely yeah. the perfect fit. But um, and she finds herself in that situation where she has to go right. You guys are going a bit You've too far. Yeah, out. and that sucked because, like, that yeah. became my thing. Like, do you know what I mean? And yeah. then and then I would get anxious if, like, Woody or, you know, Will had pushed it too far or yeah. whatever. And I remember there was one conversation on air one day and I actually said to the guys, I think mm. I was working – Will and Woody had moved on. I was working with a couple of the other guys. Yeah. And I said, like, I can't delve into that conversation anymore. Like, it genuinely is mm. something I'm really, really passionate about. Yeah. But – Sometimes I didn't get to have those conversations because the other people are getting defended thinking that you're telling them that they're shit because mm. you're getting upset about it. So yeah. it's a real it's a really toxic environment, yeah. actually, breakfast radio. Mm. Yeah. And if you don't have the right managers and the I I think the life skills and personal development skills, yep. it can get really fucking hectic well, I think, in there. I think that's exactly what we're seeing, not just in breakfast radio, on mainstream news and uh, network television and stuff. It's it's confirmation bias, getting the same people yes. on. If you get someone on that disagrees with you, it's yeah, a... You hang them out to dry. Yeah, you're yeah. an asshole that you can't believe you... Instead of trying to have an open dialogue about or like where you disagree and what's what's going on. Like yeah. Your discourse. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what we're, we're trying to do pretty... We're, trying to do as a podcast trying to be vulnerable like I some of the it. best feedback we've had is being vulnerable at, vulnerable about our own experiences like yeah. I, like I went through a divorce last year I was pretty open about how I was feeling about certain things and um, our own mental health battles yeah, that big. have come like I was of the elk of a there is no such thing it's all in your head and it, I still am it is all in your head, actually. It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's is. why it's called mental health, <laughs> yeah, not, but not <laughs> body health. But I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, there is part of it where, like, you, I knew I could con- 
I could change my way of thinking and my mindset, but I still couldn't do it. I knew that it was yeah, like, like you've, you're empty. I don't, yeah. I don't know wh- why that happens. I don't. Th- yeah, but, but there's so like, many but reasons and why, and that's where I think like it's the same with my husband. He was he comes from a family where they didn't even believe in mental health issues. And Mm. I come from a family where my grandma took her own life Mm. when my dad was two. Mm -hmm. So mental health has been around. My brother was, you know, really unwell as a teenager, wanted to take his life and Mm. my mum saved him, you know. And so for me, it's always been, you know, very there. Yeah. And, but that was my biggest struggle is like getting in the studio sometimes Mm. when I wanted to talk about this real shit of mental health and I would be challenged on it. And it's like, are you fucking serious? Well, yeah. at the radio station. Yeah. And what they do would just blanket. The boys. And yeah, then now right. Will and Woody, that's a big part, piece of what they talk about. Yeah, because especially um, Will, yep. like after everything. But he was going through his own stuff and this is the thing. Right? And so, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. And it brings up your own. Yeah, mate, it's a I, mirror. I couldn't yeah. even like – and this isn't this wasn't like because of losing Steph um, – and all that breaking down. It was this. Um, it was this feeling of like my life had. I'd, I had this vision of where it was going, and everything was going yeah. back. And you're going through yeah. it alone. I was going through it through, um, going through it through COVID lockdowns and isolation and oh. stuff. So it was in, incredibly Hectic. difficult. Um, but yeah, I, I guess um, uh, through that whole process, being vulnerable and open and speaking to Delby and on the thing about it, it was actually quite healthy and, yeah. and made me feel like cathartic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like this would have been therapy. Yes. Yeah. 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 This is why I believe these conversations are so important. Like Hubby and I right now on our podcast, shout out, first time parents. <laughs> <laughs> first um, we time might have parents, to get yeah. you on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we – not you, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm still working on getting laid. That's why we could put you on there yes. for, all the, for all the single ladies. Um, I'll just be a donut. <laughs> well, we are actually doing our therapy sessions on the podcast at the moment. Oh, really? And we're putting them oh, out Oh, that's pretty there. vulnerable. Well, because after having a child, as mm-hmm. you would know, most people – Get divorced. Yeah. Yeah, well... Like, the stats speak for themselves. I've got my own theory on that. And I'll, I won't... I, I've, I told Steph I won't really talk about our relationship yeah. or anything anymore on, on the podcast. Well, you used so, to, but... Yeah, I used to be... I'm, I'm very a, open about it. Because I've got to think of... Yeah, well. I've got to think of her as well and yeah, stuff. Respect. But we are really good. We're that's so awesome. amicable and... Um, and uh, I guess that's, that's a good thing. Um, but definitely, I think a huge factor in it was the child coming along. And yeah. that was not... It wasn't the only factor. There was plenty. Oh, but mate, me there's like putting so much. Through, oh, I put so much attention into my daughter instead of putting a, an equal amount of attention into my wife. Yeah. So that I don't think that's thing. I don't think that's the like the hundred percent the reason, but that's definitely a contributing factor. Yeah, and then there's the whole resentment thing, and that's like what mm. we're working through. So Griffo doesn't want another child. Yeah. And I do, mm. and so we're literally doing this live on our podcast because it's the safest place for us. Yeah. Like how we were just saying, like there's that vulnerability. You hear each other, like what your whole podcast is about. Yeah. You don't get up in each other's grill. You actually go, oh fuck, oh my god, I get your perception now. Like yeah. I see you, I feel you. Mm. Yeah. And so for us, it's a really safe place mm. to do that and yeah. it's not for everyone. Yeah. But, like, that's why, I, like, I love that you guys just, you know, yeah. it's it's coming in here and it's like there's a crystal in front of us. We've got <laughs> yeah. Like, it's safe, oh, you you're know? You're a little bit spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're it, my kind of person. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it does help that you're both comfortable doing that and I think it's going to help other people. Mm. But I found, like, it's so – the two things. The number one thing, I've grown up in a house with my mum, not my dad, but my mum – where we talk about our feelings all the time. Yeah. And it's no, nothing new to me. So when we discuss that openly, yeah, yeah. our listeners go, man, it's so vulnerable and raw. But I'm like, it's just, well, it's just how I've been well, growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it comes back to what you were saying before with that, like um, 
people were saying, oh, you feel like that too. That's yeah. what our listeners Yeah, yeah, were, yeah, 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 yeah the me too. Yeah, and yeah. I got no In issues. In a healthy me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got no issues doing that. Yeah. Um, but You're good at it. You're very open and vulnerable. The second part is, I don't know what you've learned from research, but I've got my own theory, is that if a relationship's not working or a marriage isn't working, they think having a kid is going to solve the problems. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then when the kid's there, they're like, oh, we still don't... <laughs> we still have issues. Yeah. Is that what you've learned? <laughs> yeah, I learned? think there's... I mean, like, I, I don't want to say... It's not for everyone. Not yeah, for yeah, everyone, yeah. but I yeah. do have friends okay. that are, like, you know, where we've openly talked about as a Band-Aid baby. Yeah. Like, you know, they're trying to fix something, which That's is Nelly, so we call that. <laughs> Band-Aid <laughs> <Yeah>. baby. <laughs> <laughs> which is, like, so... You know, and that, like I said, that is not why everyone obviously has children, but yeah. Griffo and I had big discussions before because I had this big career yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, I gave that all up after mm. Memph and now yeah. I'm slowly rebuilding myself again. Yeah. But I was like, majority of my friends that got married when we were between 18 and 25, yeah. actually not even going to say majority, all of them mm. are divorced. Yeah. What was... Uh, after children. Because what they see... They just see that as a social norm and as a logical progression instead of working on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your kids bring out, as you know, like your kids bring out your shit. Like, mm. or they bring out the resentment. Like, because there is like, we can't... You've got to share your time now. You've got to share your energy. Then you've got your own passions. You've got your own, mm. you know. Then the guys, I think there's not a lot of talking about the financial stress that they mm. feel. Mm. And the women then like carry this like... Oh, I think they carry this like, oh my God, I've got to prove myself. So we've got to start this side hustle. We've got to do this. Yeah. We've got to do that. Because I can feel that he's like stressed but he's not fucking saying it but just the way that he's behaving yeah. and that's where yeah, Andrew Tate um, comes in with gender roles actually not being a negative thing Yeah, like okay. if you didn't feel that pressure yeah, um, to be side if you were just like it's cool that I can be a mum for now mm. and if the dad was like it's fine for me to prov- be the provider yeah. we don't need to be independent yeah. and do all these yeah. equal rights yeah. like I think I get, that's I see what you're saying that's a healthy little yeah. um it's not an unhealthy thing to have a gender role in that specific... In that, yeah. That. I think for me, right, like, my thing is, like, because my little boy, Memphis, he's three and a half. He needs his own radio show. Like, he's fun, <laughs> fun. Like, But he, the other day, I was driving him to daycare, and he's like, Mum, why do I go to daycare? <laughs> and, like, he says it, like, he shakes his little head, and he's like, yeah, he's yeah. serious. <laughs> like, because like, mum has passions. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. mum needs her space and... Mm. I do, I, two days a week he goes to daycare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love telling him that because yeah. I'm not going to something that I fucking hate yeah, yeah, that I don't want to go back to. And had I gone back to radio or whatever, like, do you know what I mean, TV, media, full time, yeah. I wouldn't be able to, like, say that I am feel like I'm showing up as the best person that I can be. Yeah. But I agree. There's this, like, pressure that yeah. we feel. And also the world isn't fucking built for us to have families. Yeah. To be fully present with our families, mm. it's not built that way. Yeah. The modern world has become so... <laughs> It's so busy, so yeah. hectic. It's and hard to get the balance. And they expect you to work like these ridiculous hours. That's why I think so many yeah. of us want to start our own businesses. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you get that sense of freedom. You just have different kind of stress. Well, and then you bring home and then that's another And this <laughs> is, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's another issue. This is yeah. like why I'm so, uh, I'm so, one, I'm confident with my, my new leap of faith of yeah. launching into this. Um, but I like, so I quit my job um, in about three or four weeks. It's about four years since I quit my job to do my filmmaking and, and stuff like that. And I had the confidence because I had the support of, uh, of my wife at the time and and um, and I had a lot of work going on. But um, my, uh, I guess, anxiety was always, can we continue to provide yes. that income? Yeah. The um, safety, like of what a, like if you're going to your nine to five yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But also because I had all these things that we already had that I wanted to keep paying for. And oh, keep yeah. Link. So I had to change 
my mind and it's very hard it's easy for me to change my expectations but also changing my wife's expectations yes. at the same time um but she was so supportive she was great and and at the time we didn't really didn't really need to be a factor anyway because we had the income coming in but it was a thing so now yeah. this new leap i've become so confident because i don't have to provide for anyone except for my daughter obviously but yeah. like there's no I, i'm risking I'm risking a bit, but it's me. I guess. So yeah, just for context, you found yourself. Yes. Just yeah. for context, he's he had a job that he loved, which was doing media for West Perth Footy Club. Yeah. yeah. That became pretty much too invasive in all parts of your life. Yeah, it was taking over too much. And I still love it there as well. Yeah, he's, but, he's but just, it was just like you couldn't. He's just quit. Like yeah. Two. Yeah. Well, last I, week. Yeah. So it finishes today, tomorrow. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. So, but um. So, but. <laughs> so you're fully like a big grown up now. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, well so the, the thing was. They were one of my, and they were a client. I shouldn't say I quit. They were a client of mine, and they were one of my clients from the very fucking start of my leap, from my first time I quit my job. Yeah. yeah. So having them, and then they they eventually snowballed into just doing bits and pieces, like I do for all my clients. Like I balance them all. Yeah. They became a forty to fifty hour week Fuck. just for and them. There's only one of you. And yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And that's fine. That's great. Like especially last year, I probably needed that stability going yeah. through a few things and whatnot. But now I'm at that point where I'm motivated to find work again and, and get up and do it. So I don't really need it. And I can't take on more work. I can't take on other clients because if I need to put 40 to 50 hours into that yeah. and then every other minute I have available, I'm trying to put into this. So I just went, fuck it. I get rid of it. get rid of that income. Yeah. Delby was like, get a plan. Everyone was like, hey, get a plan. I was like, nah, <laughs> fuck it. I just See, I messaged um, my, the CEO. I said, I'm sorry, mate. I've, I've been putting this off. I need to go. I, I've got to go. You just had to rip the band aid mm. off. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes you do just have to say it, don't you? And like people think that you have to have this safety net and plan. Mm. And see, that's what probably stresses my husband out a little bit because I'm like, why don't we just move to fucking Bali? Like we have no expense. Like we'll have no so expenses sick. there. Mm. Yeah. We'll rent our house out here. We'll do all these things. Like that's the kind of mindset mm. that I. I have yeah i'm like well there's always going to be more money like yeah. i know that sounds crazy and people be like hi like you know yeah. especially what you what we're going through right now but i'm like there's always more money yeah mm. we've always got i mean it's not like we live in fucking cambodia mm. yeah. right we're in the first world there's always there's always something there's yeah always yeah. a backup 100 percent. there's even the doll of centrelink at the worst like, i forgot about right, that i might just <laughs> But like I'm the person as well, like create your own opportunities. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've done. She's and a female you. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So we end up um I spoke about this the other with Wolfie or I can't remember who, but the empowering thing was taking a self responsibility for everything. Um yes. even the things that aren't my fault. I take full, full account full accountability because I feel like I have a level of um, direction and drive behind what I'm doing then instead of yeah. instead of it's out of my control it's out yes. of my hands if I if everything's my fault that means I can fix everything and uh, Delby did bring up don't put oh, everything shit. on you sorry guys that's that's right. how my, dare you that's my brain I was in this beautiful beautiful moment <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had it off as well yeah, but that's it was right. like, no like that's because you guys threw me under the yeah. bus but Delby <laughs> Delby doesn't so want to check like, that there's no other alarms yeah, yeah. Delby doesn't uh, and I sort of tend to agree don't put everything on me don't like mentally drain myself and saying everything's my fault because you don't want to but but that's how you that's one of your coping mechanisms it's an empowerment sort of thing I guess because if everything's your fault that means like if something hasn't worked out for three years that you've been fucking 
the worst or if, if, if anyone else has had terrible experiences through that three years, then mm-hmm. that's all your fault. You don't want... Yeah, yes, like you can be accountable for it's it. It's your but fault my alarm just went <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I literally, I, I take responsibility <laughs> for that because I then will go, it's not her fault. I should have checked if she had anything going. That's yeah. how I That's oh, how I well, assess Going back everything. to the mean girls mm. in a critic, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like I'd love delving into this stuff. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. go, yeah. Like yep. that's what I'd be looking at because that's one of your voices in your head mm-hmm. that's quite critical of you that mm. like probably rules the, like, the roost. And well, like, yes, it's got you a lot of places mm. – but, like, where does it come out in other areas of your life? And this is, like, what they're looking at, like, with kids mm. now. It's, like, when you've got a really critical parent, like I did. Mm. She didn't mean to be. Mum was doing it, like, for the best. But she always was, like, questioning herself. Should have done that. Oh, that was my fault. Like, that all mm. the time. Then that became who I was. Mm. My programming. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's, like, when you dive deep into that inner critic mm. stuff. Like, how yeah. it comes out. Like, just to psychoanalyze you here. Yeah, so, well, maybe let's delve into your backstory then. Because um, you are the guest. So now you've got a little bit of a back. Yeah, I feel, like I, I feel like I know you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, um, cool. So I, I did listen to your... Um, Audiobook. I'm proud of you. Yeah. So it Thank was it was an easy you. listen. Yeah. Um, I just put it on three times. I did watch. No, <laughs> I did you watch you uh, doing the recording the other day, and you're so into it. You're oh, fucking right. I like it. it. it was, yeah. It's my thing, but like you're yeah. not over my voice yet. Wow. Well, <laughs> no. I'm amazed so, you got me in here. Oh, well, I've, I've never listened to an audiobook before, so you took my virginity. Woo! Yeah. Ooh. So and I've I'm like I've because of that I've accidentally subscribed to Audible where they just automatically take Game it changer. out. So I've just I'm starting to listen to Prince Harry's book. Just, <gasps> oh just my God, spare! I really want to get into yeah, that. Yeah, it's yes. it's okay so far. It's yeah. okay so far. I actually feel sorry for the dude, man. <gasps> Same as yeah. like a mum when his story came out with Meghan and everything and watching on Netflix. Yeah. That just yeah. I don't. I'm not into mm. the, the royals and that, but mm. just his experience and and what he's had to go through. But anyway, that yeah, that sorry, aside, yeah, yeah. your your story, <laughs> I have so much. It's it's interesting because. You know, I'm a I'm a guy. You're a girl. In 2023, I can. <laughs> I'm fuck, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna say it right. But your experiences sound very similar to mine. Um, so I want to probably start off with um, yeah. the party life, yes. mm. the anxiety, mm-hmm. and then um, what you think anxiety is, or how you found out about it. Yeah. Because I have experienced it, but I also don't like when um, people. Blame everything they've ever done. On anxiety. Don't take responsibility for it. Or if a sports star gets caught, oh, it's anxiety. I was doing coke because I had anxiety. I I mean, I was doing coke because I enjoy it as well. (laughs) And it gives you anxiety afterwards. It gives me anxiety afterwards. (laughs) Like, uh, I'm not going to do the coke because I'm anxious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the time I do it because I actually had fun. Yeah, yeah. But you you did mention you were masking, like, your... The problem yeah. with alcohol and drugs. And so stuff. maybe yeah. we could probably pick up from London because that sounded pretty fun. Oh my god, it was so fun. Yeah. yeah, living in London. So I was 22, 23, and I moved over there with my boyfriend at the time. Yeah, and then he was had his own shit, his story, not mine. Yeah, um, and we broke up, and we'd been together for like seven years. Wow, and wow. two of my best friends moved over, and they'd just broken up with their boyfriends as well. So and did you just decide? Was it he had a job to go there or you were just like, well, so let's go? I went when I was um, 15 or 16. My yeah. mum and dad let me go with our next door neighbours <laughs> for a holiday <laughs> and leave school for three weeks. That's Best so thing they ever cool. did because I was 
I was that kid that was really social. I had been working hard. So I had like three and a half thousand dollars in the bank account, which paid for everything. But they gave me this, like they opened up my world because they trusted our next door neighbor because she was like my second mom. Yeah. But it gave me that like, oh my God, there's so much more out there than Bathurst. Like I'm a Bathurst girl. Country, you know, V8 supercars. That's the Sammy Riches. You think sometimes like how Perth can be... Small-minded, not everyone, but, like, you know, there's that mentality sometimes of that country feel. That's, Mm. like, Bathurst, you know? And so I I got out. And then, so it was just, like, that thing that lit me on fire. And I was like, oh, my God. So I went when I was 18. And then ended up going back as soon as I finished uni. And I said to him, if you want to be with me, we're going overseas. Yeah, right. And so we packed up and we left. But then we had all these issues. Because I had, like, so incredibly deep insecurities about myself. Yeah. Which... I didn't know because I put on the fucking party girl, yeah. bravo, I'm fucking funny face. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's how I survived. So yeah. you're the female version of me and Delby. So yeah. yeah. Okay. And it is We've like, established this, yeah. so carry on. Yeah, <laughs> I just walk into a room and I would make sure you knew I was there first. I would make the fat joke before you had the opportunity. Takes your like, power away. Was that like ta- uh, yeah. Fat Amy in, in, in Pitch <laughs> yeah, Perfect? pretty yeah. much. Like, so, do you know what I mean? And it's like Rebel Wilson is so relatable to me. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, it's that – and. This it's this identity that I became. And so, like, it was so fun overseas. I learned so much. But I did come home with my mental health issues were, like, incredibly, you know, challenging, debilitating. Yeah. But it wasn't just my partying. It was the work that I chose as well. Like, I got into PR. I was in a high-demanding PR job. So in, in London? In London. Yeah. And that's yeah, all, so, all go, hey? Uh, yeah. And, yeah. like, and then going out with your best friends for, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then trying to go in and, like, run. Like, I was working with the English rugby team. Yeah, right. And I'd, like, be trying to work out their speaking gigs and stuff. And my <laughs> mates who worked with me in the office, they're like, here she goes, fucking <laughs> ho bags, hidey ho bags. Hidey ho bags, Jesus, fuck. fuck. <laughs> well, my actual, um, my one of my, Will and Woody, when we worked on the radio together, I, I don't even talk about them this much, but because you have that connection. Yeah. But they used to call me, like, because I just used to have... Fuck. <laughs> so I've got to rem- remember my fucking... Um, it was, like, my nickname that I came home with, but they used to call it to me on air all the time. Oh, no. Yeah, I was really good at beer bongs. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I can't remember... Oh, Hoover. Hoover. Like, oh, Hoover. Nice. And so I would always like, you know, that was what that was what I identified with. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm Hooves, like, you know, and so they were like on a Monday. Hoover's something different in Perth. Well, yeah. it's, in the other, it's in the nose. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean there was that too. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. thought I thought No, I was what, really good. Off, oh, I'm a dick. Is that too? <laughs> Three that Hoovers. Too? I was good at everything. <laughs> Coke, beers, and boys. CBB. <laughs> but you know, that became my identity. Oh, yeah. And so like I said, I don't have any regrets. Yeah. What I regret when I look back is some of my behaviour, how I treated people. Mm-hmm. What I regret is like the way that I treated myself. Like yeah. I don't – like party animal still comes out. I went day drinking on Saturday, yeah. you know, like – but I've had to do a lot of self-development and deep diving to understand – you know, and making a choice now, like, yeah, I want to get drunk because I want to have fun. Yeah. And I yeah, want to, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? I'm yeah. not doing it to, like, be the funny person because I'm just fucking funny naturally. Yeah. You know? But I've had yeah, to find you, that. I don't think you need any yeah, drugs or alcohol. Yeah, I don't. And that's the thing. I don't need anything, actually. Yeah. I don't need any stimulants. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, but that's become, like, to believe in myself and actually find love for myself there and yeah. confidence. Mm. 
that's been the journey. So London was kind of like the kicker of like, yeah, can't keep going like this. See, yeah. and I don't know if Delby's quite there yet, but I definitely have he'll got... He'll get there? I think you'll Hanging get there. Hanging out with you. That's a trigger word for me. You'll get there. Yeah, he'll get there. No. <laughs> my ex used to oh, spirituality. She said, you'll get there. I was like, what do you mean, man? Like, you're not better than me. So... Uh, uh, I have moved like what you said. I've moved, like I felt like I had to be the party guy who's mm. fucking out there drinking, and I felt yeah, like I had actually, this, the like, more I think about it, used to yeah, uh, yeah. literally. The You've same. just got a penis. I've yeah. got a vulva. Yeah. So I had the um, I had that like I had to be the loud, proud drinking party person, and I felt like I identified as that person. Yes. like in a crowd, like I had to be that guy. Otherwise, I wasn't going to have the attention or the the respect from everyone in the room that yeah. I was getting from that because I was the fun party guy. And it felt safe, right? And like I've slo- because you knew that yes. person so and well? Yeah, and because I slowly stopped doing that and now I'm at a point where like my arm is bendy. It's very bendy. Same. Yeah, look at your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, why. It's very bendy, but I've become a lot more disciplined with it and I, I still I like um, I still go, right, I'm going to have a big one tonight. Yeah. Um, but I've just pick and choose. Delby nearly twisted my arm the other night. We went for a beer at the De- at Dowsty's. And oh, that's the Comedy Awards. Comedy Awards. Yeah. And um, it was a Sunday afternoon. I didn't have my daughter. Had nothing, like, fuck all work the next day. I had all the excuses not to, but I'd chosen that I was going to drink the weekend after and for a 40th for a that's good friend. And I said, no, I'm, I'm sticking to it. I'm disciplined and yeah. I'm going to do it. And that's where I think I've changed now. I'm still willing to have fun and I'm still yes. willing to be out there, but I don't need to go get fucking blind and drunk yeah because well, we know ourselves don't we like i know for me like don't get me wrong i love a good party yeah. and i can you yes know, but i know i know when to stop now yeah and i'm like okay i'm gonna start drinking waters like at steph's wedding i started drinking waters i'm yeah. like good i'm yeah. a fucking <laughs> smart one because i still stayed the same drunk yeah but i wasn't then like you know so blind that i couldn't you know so that's it's and like, regretting what you yeah, did the next like day the, and like oh fuck i was Running naked across the dance floor again. <laughs> See, whereas now I'm okay with it if I did that. Yeah, like, whereas yeah. 10 years ago, I would have beat myself up. The anxiety yeah, would yeah, have yeah. come through. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, yeah, you're running through. The-. Like, I wanted to get naked at the wedding. So <laughs> is, it, is it more of a, like, so for me now, it's like, uh, I, if I wake up hungover, I sit there and smile. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, that was fun. Yes. Whereas when it was 15 weeks in a row... I was like, this beat myself up. Yes, like, this is fucking same. getting to a, yep. big, a problem. Like, why the fuck do you always feel like this? You're yep. wasting a day. Yes. But now when it's like it's an event, I've put it aside. I feel like I've allowed it. I'm allowed yep. to do that one. That's that's a good one. That's fun. And it, I don't beat myself up yep. about it. But when you're just constantly masking your, your inner problems with just drinking and being that person, I think that's when it does become the problem. Yeah. Like, fuck, that's so – like, for me, just the other day, I sat on the couch and ate 12, like, party pies. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I would never have been able to do that before without beating myself up. Mm, but it's yeah. like – that's a good – like, it's a place to get to. But that's only through self-discovery yeah. that you can get there. I've got two trains of thought on that. Yeah. And I just turned 36 on Saturday, just gone. Happy mm. birthday. Thank you. Yeah, you were a little down, Delby. Yeah. <laughs> but I've always <laughs> thought, like, I'm only ever going to be – Young, young in air. You're still young, Debbie. <laughs> Once. And if I've, I was always like, well, there's only 52 weekends in a year. And, <laughs> you know, you only get X amount of chances before you blink and you're fucking 50. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, shit. Like, am I just going to save going out and partying for next Saturday? When I'm doing fuck all right now, I might have a few babies well, go I'll, out and have a loose time. Yeah. And, well, know. I would say instead of doing that, because like, you are only young once, mm. so, soon you're going to be 
too old where you can't go climb a mountain at fucking the next day or something like that. So why don't you, or you know what I mean, something like that. So why don't you, instead of using the that phrasing your mindset that I need to drink and party instead of like I, I can actually it. I can adventure and do other things because yeah. you, you've drunk and partied. I've drunk and partied a yeah. hundred yeah. times. It's no different. I've done fucking. I've never fucking skydived. Maybe I'll go do a skydiving yes, lesson. Maybe instead, you guys you know? should do that on the podcast. I've skydived, sorry, yeah. but I've never oh. solos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I we should still do that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll record you. We'll stay on the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm already there. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, but reframing your mind to yes, you are only young once, so you've yeah. only got a fucking small opportunity to fucking make it in comedy or fucking make it on the podcast instead yeah. of like I've only got a small opportunity to drink. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, but you, what is your intentions with the drinking yeah that's and what like, it is it yeah. is and then also like you get so foggy and then so you know i know for me it would be like i would drift away from what i really wanted which was like my radio career or whatever because yeah. i was too like oh fucking hell mm. and so the alcohol and that would actually even though it would give me that you know drive in the moment yeah it was like in you know on the monday to tuesday wednesday it was like I wasn't chasing my goals. I wasn't living yeah. my life, you know? Yeah. It's a trade-off, I guess. Yeah. Because I, I feel like that. I If I go too hard, I'll get, like, anxiety on the Monday and just not answer my do phone. anything. Which is actually what I need sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not for the right reasons because I'm yeah. hungover and I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't want to face my problems. Mm. But <laughs> what did I do? Yeah, yeah usually <laughs> fuck, usually I know. Uh, but sometimes. That's probably my biggest problem. The next day. <laughs> Live in the moment. Live in the moment yeah. and just literally and, and go, no. They tell you the stories and oh, you're like, can you not? Like, yeah, you're shaming I, me right now, I yeah. swear. Oh, they got to a, a point in my life where I, like, I had the best memory. The next day, I'd remember everything. So if I did something that bad, guy, I could me. remember everything yeah. and I'd be like, oh, that wasn't great, but yeah. remember it. There was a moment where it just stopped. I think I had a I think, I think that's age. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. bro, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. you get to a certain point where you just go, Oh, I'm forgetting Don't remember what happened. I woke up with a fucking split lip, <laughs> like six, seven stitches. See, I think I'm lucky I haven't, it wasn't a fight I either. haven't done was, that. Yeah. But it wasn't a fight. It was just like mates being mates, and it's just an accident. One of the guys chucking yeah, something see, over to me and missed like the boys end up the in the time. hospital. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked. But so from that moment, um, I've had like blackouts yeah. when I get, and it's really yeah. regretful because then you see the videos. Everyone's got phones now, and you're like, oh "Whoa!" Yes. Yeah. See, I'm what lucky. No one fuck? had phones in okay. yeah. London. In you know. Wherever. At Steph's party. Mm. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. you know, your camera was gone. I'm yeah. like, no one had phones. So, yeah. you know, because, like, I think you do. Like, they, they have a whole other mm. level Extra. of anxiety for them. Um, speaking of that anxiety, I think there was a bit that I really resonated with was... Um, oh, yeah, back to that. You were getting to that point. Yeah, well, when I, um, when I come off stage... Mm. Um, at, and I spoke about this ad nauseum on the pod, but not with you. That's always a weird thing. Like when we have a guest, I know our listeners have yeah. probably heard our stories, but, it's but our guests have still yeah. value. Yeah. Valid. yeah, but um, I get off stage and I get m- the maddest social anxiety where I don't know how to act. I don't oh, even at yeah. weddings after yeah. I'm seeing. Yes. I don't know how people expect me to be. Yeah, um, and it's just this real weird thing where I either leave. Yes, I just fucking if I'm sober or if I've gigged or. Basically, if I'm sober anywhere, people are drinking or have seen me do something, I don't know how to act and I leave. And I, I've just diagnosed that as a form of social anxiety. Mm. I haven't spoke yeah. to a fucking counsellor or anyone like that. Yeah. But it just it sounds like what you had in some certain parts and aspects yeah. of being on the show and not and then coming off being an- anxious. Um, so I wanted to talk about what that yeah. sort of felt like for you. Yeah. Because for me, it's... It's people expect me to be this way, yes. like you're saying. Yeah. 
and then I don't know how to act after. Like, I'm still myself, but I'm yeah. like, mm. oh. It feels like very one way sometimes. Yes. Because they've, like, had this opportunity to get to know you. Yeah. It's the same with, like, this podcast, right? Like, yeah. you're very open, vulnerable. But if someone started talking to you in the street. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. they're talking about, like, your marriage or this and that. And you're like, fuck, I don't even know you. And I have no idea anything about you. And then... I find it. I used to find it really hard to have a conversation yeah. because yeah. they just wanted to pepper questions, and they're fans. Oh, so yeah. it was like, you know, oh, oh, you said this this morning, but I would question myself, like, oh, did I offend someone? Did uh, I do this? Yeah, did yeah. I do that? Yeah. And so that was, I think, for me, like where that political Heidi kind of came in, where she had to play it safe with everything, Fuck yeah. it. because. Yeah. Like, I was so worried that I might that run suck. into the person at the shopping. So, I used to walk around with headphones in with nothing on. Yeah. And just, just, to so not that, just so I wouldn't have to make eye contact, talk to people. Like, I small talk makes me uncomfortable anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. I just am like, well, why aren't we just fucking talking like real shit? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Do, about your marriage mm-hmm. or this or that, you know? Like, why are we fucking talking about um, how busy it is or how hard it was to get here today? Like, do yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. And so I think I used to overthink the conversations. That's what it is, with, overthinking. Yeah, and so overthinking. And so I try not to say, like, that I have anxiety now. Yeah. My big thing is that I experience it. So then I, again, don't identify with it. Yeah. And I think that was a game changer for me. Yeah. Because when I started saying I had it all the time, then it ruled my life. And yeah. everything was like, oh, I'm anxious and this and that. And it does. Like, it gets... Yeah, like it can rule your life. Yeah, but yeah. it's like getting that that self talk. But I mean, for me now, like being the becoming the person that I am, where I have really unleashed the confidence within myself, because I believe I've always been as confident as I am now. Yeah, I just got lost along the way with all the voices, with all the things, the behavior, the people's opinions, and yeah. then they became my own, you yeah. know, anxieties and stuff. But unleashing this confidence now, like I can get off a stage and I don't give a what anyone says to me if they laughed at me if they laughed with me because I just have this belief within myself and I'm just like yeah I'm here like I'll have a beer with you or I Mm. won't or do you know what I mean and I I feel like maybe that there's a connection now between who you are at at every point of your life if there's a disconnect between who you are here and who you have to be somewhere else then that's what where all the thoughts come in and, and, and change your actions. That's, yeah. so that's, that's the um, that's exactly what we've, we've been having this exact conversation for the last few weeks. Like, we're getting a lot more listeners now. Yeah. And I feel like if we go, especially if we go to a comedy show, there seems to be a lot more listeners or people who listen to the podcast you in guys, the room. Com- t- told you you were a comedian. <laughs> and I walk in and I, I, I have this... Not, uh, yeah, anxiety that like fuck they know everything about you because yeah. we're so vulnerable and open yeah. on it they know everything about you and you know fucking nothing, nothing about them and they you don't know whether they like what you think yes. or whether they love what you think yeah and sometimes you just get that yeah anxiety yeah and and it's like getting to a point where and i still care like you know as yeah. much as i've got the i don't give a fuck vibes there is parts of me that wants to be liked yeah, yeah there's yeah. parts of me that doesn't want to be rejected mm-hmm. there's parts of me and that's the stuff that i'm working on now yeah mm-hmm. you know like coming and doing everything on my own i'm not protected by a radio station i don't have mm-hmm. co-hosts with me it's me yeah you know like putting myself out there yeah. so but i like i said it, it's this unwavering confidence that i have now that i'm like yeah i'm gonna be okay yeah i've got this yeah you know whereas i didn't believe that before because well, before you're listening to the negative nancy's just going yeah. nah you're shit you're never gonna succeed yeah and you let that go yeah yeah well i think if you end up um <clears throat> uh being open and honest with yourself uh, and you if someone says something like 
derogatory towards you, it ends up being not you're not bulletproof. Like you do take no, on we're human. But if right? you if you if you don't think what they're saying is true, and you honestly in yourself know it's not true, then what the fuck does it matter? Yeah, you end up exactly. just going like they're calling you a fucking asshole. You know, in your heart, you're a good person. Yeah. So what does it mean if you're getting really triggered by it? Potentially, you're doing some stuff that's asshole behavior. Yeah, or or, yeah. or even like I was thinking about you, Delby. Like on stage, right? It's like sometimes you do might question like, oh, did that land? Or yeah, like, yeah, was yeah. that too far? Or yeah. And yeah. so therefore that could be like just the energy that you have mm. when you come off stage so you don't want to be confronted by yeah. that. And it's like, I don't fucking want that person to tell me that I was, you know, because you're like trying to build your own, yeah. you know, confidence and belief in yourself and then you've got all these other people's projections. Because, yeah. mm. mate, to stand up and do fucking comedy is like the most terrifying thing to me. Yeah, like, right. is just... Well, like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm writing a show at the moment, and yeah. it's a women's empowerment show. So I will have funny stuff in there. I have real stuff, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But standing up there, and I know a lot of comedians as well that have, they've got their dark oh, side. Almost their every ish- single comic, they've got yeah. their issues, and like, and that's what I think. Sometimes when you come off, people expect you to be funny. Yeah, and it's like, hey, can you say that joke again? Yeah, yeah, and it's like, yeah. no, mate, I was p- performing. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like finding that like balance. Yeah, and it's it's probably I resonate with what you said. It's the small talk mm. that yeah. I fucking hate. So like, just say that. Make that part of your fucking routine. Yeah, now. yeah. I've actually. It's, <laughs> I'll write it just you reminds me. <laughs> I think what I'm gonna I'm gonna do is just direct them to hard yarns because I'm yeah. like, oh, you like that? Why don't you listen more to the pod? Yeah, yeah. Mate, that's, that's a great about. marketing tool. Yes, like yeah. should, yeah. I just literally just sort of yes, like, please. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then you're gonna have to get up there too. Maybe well, he well, started. He started. started yeah. Yeah. I've just been oh, doing yeah. it a little bit over the last. Yeah, I love that. Two years. Two years. So it's. I like it. It's fine. I take my hat off. To comedians, like yeah. I find that to be one of the most terrifying places. I love it. It's my happy place. Yeah. But that's also my external like gratification and like validation. Yes. you know. But I really enjoy internally, intrinsically. I enjoy making people laugh. Yeah, like, same. That's something that I enjoy to do. I don't need the validation, but it validates whatever that little itch is. Like mm. I thought I wanted yeah. to be an actor until I did stand up. I was like, this is. That's where the scratch thing. is. Yeah. yeah. Um, it feels really good. But um, I did want to bring yes. up the first bit that I thought um, when I was listening, I was like, oh, this kind of, you addressed it, but also like it would be good for the for our listeners to hear. Um, when you would uh, have benders and stuff, you'd then yeah. get upset at yourself for not looking the way you wanted or mm. whatever, the, um, whatever your negative mm. voice was. But then there was no not from you, I'm saying people um, that are feeling shit about themselves won't go, oh, well, I've just had a three-day bender and this is why I'm feeling shit. Like, if I stop that, there's like a disconnect between their actions and then their negative. Does that make sense? I think so. Like, it's like... Wait, I've got to put my... So, you're, you're so saying that... If you're being pissed off at, at how you look or how you feel, yeah. but you're not accepting... Well, I've put myself in this position. Oh, yeah, you're treating yourself like shit. Yeah. You're saying. So, like, okay, so if you're – so you kind of saying, like, if you're going on a bender and then you're not looking after yourself because you're taking the drugs, you're drinking, and then you're looking in the mirror and then judging and yourself. Yeah, that. and you're like, oh, like – Does that go back to that self – There's a disconnect self- between – Yeah. Well, the yeah. self-accountability we were just yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah. Like, sort of just saying, I have to go – it is me. I am the problem. Like yeah. Maybe. Oh my god. A hundred percent. And it's yeah. like the same with like. So for me, with my weight, right? And that was like a massive thing that I always focused on. Whenever I would walk past a mirror, walk, walk past a window when I was drinking, that's all I obsessed about was the way that I looked. Yeah. But the thing is, I have 
am healthy and now I go to the gym. I yeah. have lost weight if you look at my photos yeah, over the I years. I thought that. Yeah. But to me, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? But I treat myself mm. better. Yeah. So when I was going through that, it was like this it's like this vicious cycle. Yeah. So I would go out on the bender because it would make me feel good for the moment. Yeah. And then like the binge eating or, yeah. you know, like the emotional eating or the beating yourself up and like would happen in the week. Yeah. Because it was like, and you know, you would think, oh, go fucking go on a diet and this and that, which I would do as well. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you want to lose weight, Heidi. But it was just this vicious cycle that you can never get off. Yeah. And so it's only since I've discovered this that I go like, oh, I can actually say... I am healthy. Like I do look after myself because I'm making these choices. But I think when you're in that cycle, you just continuously like yeah. treating yourself like shit, but you don't realise you're treating yourself like shit. Is yeah. that what you meant? Yeah. And also like not taking um, accountability or responsibility for one of the reasons why you may be feeling or looking that way. Yeah. yeah. You know what like, I mean? It's like people want to complain that, oh, I'm fucking like, I'm doing this, this and this, but then they won't go, well, I'm also... Doing this, oh, this, yeah. and this. Yeah, but you this know, is what I mean. It's radical it's honesty. The, that yeah. You have to like be with yourself. So for me, and I know that we're going to get to the Lizzo stuff because oh, like, I, yeah. I kind of I, I like, which is how this whole conversation <laughs> of me coming onto this podcast, oh, you, were yeah. like, you wanted someone to talk about that yeah. with you. Yeah. And I think it's this thing, right? It's like people judge people every day for their size. Yeah. And, you know, and then saying like, oh, you've got to look after you. If you're not looking after yourself, you're going on Ben as you're eating all this shit. Yeah. But you're saying you can't lose weight. But that's not everyone's story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's my, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just one part of it. I was going to say there is other factors in like the, the mental health side of things because you oh. go on social media and fucking see like the perfect body. Which is what your chapter was about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also and you speak also, and the, the like the aggression and bullying and stuff like that and, the, yeah. and the, just the hecticness of life. There's so many contributing factors to the mental health side of things which then can force you into a binge or a fucking spiraling yeah. depression where you go, oh, I need a drink and then you fucking eat like shit and then you're stuck again. So I get that. But um, I, I don't know if healthy is the best way to describe it. But healthy, you mean as in like... Um, you're making the right choices and it's slowly well, working towards so it. Well, so I guess for me, right, it's like for me it's my mind has to be healthy first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I don't make though, you know, and when I'm looking after my mind, mm. like for me it's crazy because I use my body all the time to have conversations. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. like I'm on Same, the front. Same, I just pop a nipple. <laughs> <I'm like. laughs> no, but like to have, like we just crashed Melbourne Fashion Week in our birthday suits, like with a little bikini on or whatever, and we Mm -hmm. use our bodies to tell stories. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason why I do that is because it starts a conversation because a lot of people judge people straight away by what they look like Mm -hmm. when, in fact, we're so much more than that. So sometimes I'm like, well, it's a a bit, um, you know, like uh, what's the word? Contradictory. Contradictory because it's like I'm talking about my body but then there's so much more to me but i use it to expose mm. myself to the mean girls to expose people's like opinions so that yeah. i can hear them so mm. then i can help them work through them as well yeah but for me i guess for me going back to your question is yeah for years i just treated myself like shit yeah. with alcohol this that or the negative self-talk when i stopped the negative self-talk then i stopped the drinking then i stopped mm. this that's what that so yeah. my body actually just changed quite naturally yeah. i didn't sit there and go to the gym and tr- you know, pound the fucking, um, you know, the treadmill. Small incremental changes. But for me also then there's this other side that it's like even if someone is a size 18 plus or whatever, 
They could be the fucking healthiest per- – if you want to say, like, healthy, this, that. They could be so, so healthy and it's like, why is that anyone else's business? Mm. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? That's when I go – I feel like that's valid. Yeah. At the same time, this is probably where we're going to – That's why I was like – Reach our, oh, our wait, itchy I need point. my water. <laughs> oh, there's your water. Yeah, well, I, uh, <laughs> I think that the way you've described it is good because now we're going to dispel the differences and the clashes and the triggers for me. Yeah, because so, I love this. So have you talked about it on your podcast nah, before? Not oh, re- okay. Not, not, not in not depth. Really. Not with, not with um, I guess you'd be an expert because you yeah. do it for um, yeah. not an expert on it. And because we're two straight white males, immediately yeah. we get discredited because we come from privilege and apparently. <laughs> yeah. right? So my journey, right, yeah. I nearly hit the scales at 100 kilos. Mm-hmm. Um, I was overweight. Um, I wasn't happy. And I wasn't going to pretend that I was happy with how I looked. Like, I was confident, but I wasn't happy with how I looked. And I just didn't want to live that lie or that non-truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did something about it. Yeah. So I made sure – I had extenuating circumstances. I've had five back surgeries, so I couldn't really move. Um, yeah. And then it goes back to what you said earlier. I kept saying, I have a fucked back. My back's fucked. Yeah. It's never going to get better. So all that talk – I eventually found somebody that gave me like the little ray of light of hope, mm. figured out how to fix it, made sure, and then lost fuck, like 15 kilos and I've been down mm. roughly since then. Cause yeah, because I, yeah, I wouldn't go down the path of like a Pierce Morgan where you need to be called a fucking fat cunt to, to spur you into it. Yeah. But obviously knowing... Each their own. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't like that. I think the, bo- the body shaming, the fat yeah. shaming is fucking... Disgusting. There's no need for it because then it contributes more to the mental health things. Exactly. And, they're gonna spin and then what are we telling our children? Exactly. What are we telling? Yeah. yeah. Um, but when it goes, when it crosses that line, and then they say it's it's okay, it's um, and not okay. No, um, I think what it is is it's for me. I wouldn't promote that how I was. Like I'm not going to be like this is healthy. Be like this because it wasn't healthy. Mm. I wasn't happy mentally. And so then you I wouldn't be. So you wouldn't be on social media as like the next Heidi Anderson. No, <laughs> like, that's what I mean. So that's your story. Yeah. Right. That that was. But just because someone might else might weigh a hundred kilos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And who gives a fuck? Yeah. If they do. Yeah. Well, it's none of our but business. They might be really business. fucking happy, and yeah. they might be physically fitter than you yeah. were, and they. Do you know what I mean? So that's where my brain is like. That's your story. So yeah. you were unhappy at that way. Yeah, yeah. So then you're projecting that onto the rest of the world. Yeah, for sure as well. But I think the flip side for me is I agree with you on that. I agree with anybody. If you're happy with how you are, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. But I think like Lizzo, because she's a trigger for me. Yes. She, so talk about the trigger of Lizzo. Yeah. Is it because she sort of promotes it she as She promotes good thing? it as this is like a healthy lifestyle and I don't think you can say that she's healthy. But, ha- but this is the thing. This is where it's like, she's, but you don't know. But uh, she, you mean, but she, she mean mentally healthy or like? I'm being like no, physically. But, but this is where, okay, so this is where you want to dive into like fat phobia and stuff, right? I'm not scared of fat. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but, like, yeah, but you, you could have been and that maybe if you go di- dive into your, because really a lot of us are because from a young age there was diet, like the, the dieting industry oh, is yeah. so like diet culture is like billions and billions yeah. and billions yeah. and billions of dollars, right? Yeah. And so we're marketed twenty four seven to be scared of being fat, and then everyone else then like then they shame other people for being fat and everything, and it's like so that's why I asked you like with, that was your story, right? And yeah. so when you're seeing someone out there who 
like who is confident who is saying and like but who's to say that her she doesn't eat healthy she she goes to the gym she looks after herself internally and she's just that size well then i disagree with that because i've seen her do interviews talking about having snack bars in her drawers and like Eating unhealthily. Uh, why can't she live like that? Oh, no, no, no. I don't think she... Yeah, that, I don't, that's not an issue. If I had a kid... What's your issue with it, though? Promoting it as a healthy lifestyle, huh? Yeah. Yes, that would be mine as well. Promoting it as a healthy lifestyle because if we were to promote that as a healthy lifestyle, we, we already see... And this isn't just like... This is like NHS. And I, w- I don't like to use the NHS as fucking my thing because I think they're corrupt as shit. But... Um, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, but, uh, yeah. isn't it funny how they're the ones that are like, we live our lives of what's so healthy, but then we're like, oh, do we trust them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, um, ob- the, the contributing factors to obesity and overweight is obviously diet and nutrition. Um, Stress. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> Biggest uh, the one. Ac- alcohol, uh, alcohol, exercise. Um, even certain hormones. Uh, certain hormones. There was a predisposition Disposition and Corey talked about this last week. A genetic predisposition to people who store fat differently. Yeah, um, that's me. But yeah. it even even it says on there that doesn't. It says on the website, and I can't remember the exact wording. I can find it, but that only um, it makes it slightly more difficult to lose weight. It doesn't actually make you obese just by just uh, just genetically. Um, so that I guess in me, it doesn't matter for me if someone's obese or fat. Like, it doesn't matter to yeah. me But it at does. All. It, well, it, it does. It doesn't matter but to it me. But it does. It does to both of you. Because well, you both got triggered by it. Like, and this is... So well, this is my thing, right? My body, my business. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I use my body to talk about this. And, like, for me, this is how I think about it, right? I've got a little boy yeah. who's three and a half who's come out into this world. And I don't want him to go through life with other people's opinions telling him what's healthy, what's not. Like, oh, he's yeah. going to make his own decisions and he's going to go on his own journey like at the end of the day like it's no one else's business what someone eats how they look that's what i truly truly believe yeah Yeah. and that's because i've had to live with other people telling me that i should go exercise that i should go do this that i look disgusting i'm a fat cunt all this shit yeah right and And that's the that's the bad side of it that shouldn't be happening at all. You, like, no one should have an opinion on whether you should be fat or not. Like no one should even have an, and that's the that's the poor side of it. But um, not uh, it's just a suggesting that it's it's a healthy way of living. But it, this is the thing. I was on a, on a, on what does Australia really think about obesity? Yeah. And go watch that. It's an SBS documentary. Yeah. And they interview all different people of different sizes, doctors and everything, and it's like. This is what we need to talk about in the, in society is people's sizes is not determined by like how healthy they are or whatever. And so I know that you're like, I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. And that's because that's the experience that you've had. Yeah. But you don't literally know anyone else's experience. Well, the physical, yeah, that's true. physical that's re- well, the physical representation of a skinny person isn't necessarily healthy because exactly. yeah. and they you, have you can be anorexic, have, you can yeah. be a cokehead, you can be fucking crackhead, whatever. Like, that just might be their size. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But... Uh, the physical manifestation of uh, poor health and poor nutrition is usually overweight and overweight. So, we, 
but yeah. that's because that's been marketed to you for such a long time. Well, also <laughs> what's been marketed to us is fucking poor health, like Captain Crunch. <laughs> fucking, yeah, yeah. Um, like, it's, it, there's. I don't think we, we got Captain Crunch yeah, in yeah, New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> and we and we do look at like you know it's or there's a certain turning point. There's a certain turning point from I think it is at the actual uh, the addition of the food plate and the food, or food pyramid at the time to our learning and educational um, culture where there was an actual increase in obesity from that point. Yeah. So that, that, that's not to say that um, uh, it's it's a bad thing that people are overweight, like, fuck it, like, do whatever you want. But we can see there's a definite correlation between poor nutrition, lack of exercise, greed, fucking entitlement, lifestyle. sedentary lifestyle, all of that, and the rise in obesity and um, overweight people. And so what's the biggest cause of um, death in the world is cardiovascular disease. Which is... Caused by poor health, poor, poor health, nutrition, poor nutrition. So that's what I mean. Like the science behind a person that is morbidly obese or obese is that it is going to kill you faster. And but my thing is right. If that's their choice, to yeah. But to if they want to promote that as like fucking eat everything you want, but isn't it crazy? Live a, live a shitty lifestyle, and then people are going, oh well, if they're going to do it. Yeah, that would be my but only concern. Like, so yeah. I want to raise a son who trusts himself. Yeah. And the reason why we all don't trust ourselves is because we're told from such a young age not to trust ourselves. Mm, like yeah. our parent, like, do you know what I mean? Through the way that we're parented, the things that we've shown and this and that. But then, you know, when he's older, he's going to make his own choices. I want him to trust himself. Like, go to Lizzo. She's up there on stage. She's fucking rocking her thing. Yeah. Like, how beautiful that she's her and she accepts herself Exactly as she is. Which I think is yeah. completely That's fine. super important. I think that's that's that. And that to yeah. me is like way more important than fucking what she's eating on the snack bar yeah. or this or that. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like it's about the person yeah. 100%. And, and accepting. And like this is the thing. There's this whole talk around body positivity and then positivity can be quite toxic, right? Toxic mm. positivity and stuff. But for me, it's like what I coach women in and why I use my body to have conversations and me and my story is because – I know that I've been able to live the best life that I can yeah. because I accepted myself yeah. in that moment. Because when I wasn't accepting myself, going back to, you know, when we were trying to talk about the stuff in the mirror and stuff, when I when I wasn't accepting myself, yeah. that was when I had no love for myself. I treated myself like shit with the yeah. words, mm. the drinking, the And that's everything. the disconnect. Yeah. Where you don't have love for yourself, you're not, a, and then it's yeah. conflicting. But now that you're completely at one. Yeah, but that's me. You know, yeah. I've met people of all different shapes and sizes, yeah. you know, who, like one of my really good friends, Peter, should be fucking epic for this podcast. Mm. She's in uh, Melbourne, though, and she's in a wheelchair, so she can barely get anywhere, which is a whole other story on disabilities. Yeah, of it's fucking yeah, crazy yeah. how, like, they, she can only go to the toilet in seven toilets around Australia, fuck. like, use them what because the of her, fuck? like, one in her, each state. Yeah, well, and I think that I don't even know where exactly where they are. But anyway, like people are baffled at the fact that she's got cerebral palsy, she's in a wheelchair, that she accepts herself as yeah. she is. Like, mm. but why? Huh? What? Huh? Mm. Like, and everyone else's projection. She's like, yeah. but I genuinely love myself. Yeah. I genuinely love that and bless that I'm in this wheelchair, and you know that is what I want my son to become. And yeah. that is what took me 38 years to become that. So, 38? Yeah, 35. I know. I'm 39 <laughs> in a couple of weeks. But, you know, so with Lizzo, yeah. it's like she's just out there doing her thing. Yeah. And she's and she's making other people start to accept themselves exactly as they are. Like that to me is like that's a conversation. A, that's a great first step as well, I reckon, because the – Accepting yourself for who you are and not judging yourself for what situation you're in 
that's the first step to being, well, now I can make some positive changes to me. If yeah. you want to. Yeah, well, that's yeah. that's correct. Like, but if you want to, because, again, that's your projection yes, that they yeah. might need to do that. No, exactly. You know, like, it's like, why can't they just fucking live their life? Is like there that? any form, do you think, I've just, I'm completely coming up with this yeah. question on the spot based of what you said. Like, if they go, I accept this, this is who I am, do you think there's a form of, um, what's the word, uh, not rejecting, but just almost like, avoiding avoidance is that like okay i'm mm. gonna accept and i love myself for who i am and now i have i can just neglect everything else and reject it because i'm cool with me i don't know if that would happen though because you'd see what's, what's the word exactly pretend that like when you're pretending something's not there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, but does the, that make sense yeah but, i know what, what you mean yeah so yeah. it's like i'm completely fine with it and then you almost cut off every other thought whether it be positive or negative because you've got yourself so they disassociate that's the word yeah yes so yeah. uh, I think I don't know if you'd see that because you, and you just mentioned it before. You said you you addressed like you became okay with what yeah. was going on, and you already made those small little changes. You stopped drinking as much, and you stopped being yeah. and stop. And so you you automatically found uh, you lost weight a little bit, and you started living a healthier life just because of the mental state. So that 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 side of Lizzo saying I accept who I am and stuff that's fucking yeah that's in, like, that's incredible. That's yeah. the good because that's the first step to. And I'm not necessarily saying you have to lose weight. Because um, fuck, anyone can do anything, um, but yeah, the the accepting that it is a um, uh, doing that and making those small incremental changes just because you feel better about yourself is yeah. going to reflect it. But it your, might be yeah, not to lose anyway. weight that you want to do it. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I've got friends that are you know what you would classify as if you looked at them mm-hmm. yeah. and someone else was looking at them, they'd go, oh, they're fucking obese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I look at them and I'm like, I know the person isn't that. She, she runs a marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? She yeah. fucking she's fitter than probably all of us three together. Yeah, and that is just well, fitness. Do you know what I mean? But then it's fitness like pe- and health are but it's like different. But, though, but, but people, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like this thing straight away. That's the first thing we want to focus on. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and then try and tell them how to live their life. And it's like, well, ain't you fucking? What are you doing with your life? Well, like, that was you know the, what I mean? Like, that was the biggest issue. Like, I pressed this sort of stuff in the podcast. So like, live a, a nice, healthy, balance in life. Do all this, do all that, and I wasn't living it myself. I was eating a fucking bar of chocolate, and I eating like but shit, why drinking does it all that. Matter t- if you eat a bar of chocolate, oh, I eat one that, piece of like chocolate every day at that time, and it's so fucking. As good. in, so for do it. So there's nothing wrong with doing that. But then the way I was feeling after, I was yeah. feeling lethargic. I was feeling shit. Um, the, the I wasn't sleeping as well. I wasn't eating as well. So I couldn't exercise as well. I couldn't breathe as well. Not everything was affected by what I was eating. Yeah. So by just making some very small changes. That made everything else feel better, which made me feel better. And then, as a great byproduct, I, I started slimming down. I looked better, which I didn't. And I've said this plenty but isn't of times. Funny what you just said. I looked better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I shouldn't say better. I looked uh, fitter or yeah. more. Uh, yeah, I guess. Or more like what the world expects of yeah. you. Well, I just, just, I just looked fitter. healthier, healthier. <laughs> yeah. And so, so, but that was just my, phys- that was my, um, that's just a, a byproduct of, of feeling better. That's what it was. So it ended up being, um, the, the changes that I made now I, f- I can, I can, um, I can just be more productive with my day. I can spend more time and be more present with my daughter. There's and that's so many. You. Yeah, like, yeah. And that's what I love about that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what it's like. We don't know all these things that are going on in other people's houses. Like, mm-hmm. so for me, I love that you talk about the one percenters because that's a massive thing that I coach and teach with everyone that I work with, where it's business or, you know, body acceptance and that kind yeah. of stuff. But for me, it's not those one percent 
I actually got this from a dietitian mm. because I was obsessed with going on diets and all this. Yeah, you know, if yeah. you read my book, Drunk on Confidence, um, you know, I. but he said it's the one percenters. And I was like, oh, that feels so negative to me because he would be like, well, what are you eating, those one percenters, when you've like written down your food yeah. diary here? And I was like, well, actually, yeah, I probably had a bite of that cake and this and that. Mm. And then I was like, well, how can I turn the one percenters into suit my life? And so I now use them to make 1% changes like I turn my phone off in the morning yep. so I can connect with my son. Mm. Yeah. I have that 1% where I'm like, oh, I want to start a new class. So I did Pilates like the higher level one yesterday. Sick, yeah. And it's like that 1% change for me to be better every yeah. single day isn't just about food and all that. Fuck it yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so much about my mindset and mm. it really started with understanding how we started these podcasts like those inner mean girls yeah. because once we start to know them hear them meet them then we start to really understand like what we're seeing in the mirror yeah. so then we can decide if we want to make a change whatever that is yeah. to understand ourselves better better to go to a psychologist to go to a pilates class to go to this to go to whatever yeah. if you want to fucking go on a diet go on a diet that's fine that's your shit you yeah. know that's your story yeah, like yeah. that's where i'm very much like so passionate about it like it's so much more yeah. you know than because diet um like diets themselves don't they this but they're, they're you're you yeah. literally they are made for you to fail yeah 100 percent. they're like just they're made for you to fail the well the fuck and you see in lobbying and and what's happened with the, the food industries obviously over the last 50 years it's just been ridiculous now it's just it's near it's it's so hard to be healthy and it's expensive to, yes to eat, to eat fresh Meat, fresh. Well, fresh. meat. Yeah. I've just gone from vegetarian to meat, and it, it, it's so Why? Um, you had a vegan on here the other day, didn't you? Carnivore diet on. Oh. Carnivore vegan. We just get off everyone. Yeah, everyone. I love yeah. that. We had Tash it's Peterson good. on. Yeah. Um, she was. Have you know? Do you know her? The one that does all the vegan protests. Oh yeah, she was on the. I think she was one that I was watching. Mm. Yeah. So like. She wears less than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I've got competition. Yeah, you do. Legit. <laughs> um, but yeah, the. Oh, where was I going with that one? Um, um, Sorry, we got distracted. The, the, the food pyramid you, and, yeah. the, and the, it's hard to oh eat. Oh, yeah, so it is fucking so strange. Yeah, it's like so seriously the yeah. food pyramid, guys. It's like, come on. Do you believe it? Scheme. No, fuck yeah, exactly. no. Exactly. Yeah, and, and that's, this is and thing, that's the it issue, isn't it? interesting how yeah. you question some of these things, right, yeah. which yeah. I really love because I feel like we should question everything. Yeah. But then it's like, you know, we're still projecting all these things that we were taught from when we were really young yeah, the f- onto like our, you know, our thoughts as adults. Yeah. But do I, Have I swayed you at all with like Lizzo? Um, still feel like not you really be, because no? I still think that um, I think her message is fine. I just think that hmm. there's – I just don't know if – Is she pushing it for as a, as a healthy lifestyle? No, lifestyle? she's pushing it as body positivity. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. That's, so, I've got no issues with that. And yeah. why can't she be? And also she know? said her music isn't for white people. So she's oh, yeah. no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but we just will probably never get it. Like you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. and also they tell you to niche down, like when you're marketing yourself. So yeah. you know, you pick one. Can you imagine if I said this podcast isn't for black people. Oh my god! Like, don't do that not say that. See, this, black people we love see, you. We want you to listen. You know, to watch. Like if you flip the <laughs> yeah, yeah, flip yeah. the script. Yeah, the irony. But anyway, um, that said, I completely agree, and I think when it comes down to it, we all agree on the same message which is to be happy it's nothing to do with your body weight your size your fucking how many legs work Mm -hmm. Uh, if you've got an extra fucking finger which he did yeah right it comes down to you being okay with who you are and knowing how to deal with the negative self-talk and all well basically ego yeah Yeah. is and when you can consolidate that you're living your truth 
I sound like such a fucking white girl. Mate, <laughs> you have, you have <laughs> well, so that's when when you when everything connects and you're living like uh, your solidarity and your truth and the voices and you can deal with it and everything is okay. Then from there you've got your own pyramid, but it's like your self confidence pyramid to build your blocks from. If you can't deal with any of that negativity, criticism, blah blah, then you're never gonna. Progress forward. And do you know I what think. I think is the biggest uh, factor in the demonization of both sides? It's that it's it's this division that's being created, and it's the extreme of both sides. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like, Which I'm well, guilty of for sure. Oh yeah, and we can. <laughs> be I look at this and yeah. go, she's not fucking. That's not healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. I'm aware of me. Yeah. Of my own um, traumas and interpretation and understanding of what I believe to be healthy. But having an open dialogue yeah. with people with opposing we're never yes. going to make changes if we don't like and you know for sometimes i do get passionate and i'm like how can you mm. like you're just you're it's hard shaming yeah. like do you know what I mean? how can you not fucking see that yeah. and it's like because there's this whole you know phobia of being fat and it's mm. like yeah. when and people find it really hard to accept people when they say like i actually love being fat like i'm i get called plus size i'm like yeah that's mm. what like if that's what you want to label me whatever i'm just tidy like yeah. you know what i mean yeah but for me i believe to like sum up with what you said we all come into this world as perfect little humans, mm-hmm. right? I was dead, so I, I, <laughs> well, was, I was dead okay. perfect. But like <laughs> whatever way, you yeah. know, however, like, yeah. you know, and then what happens is I believe we all have confidence as well from this really young, tiny little age to take our first breath, to walk our first walk, mm-hmm. to ride our first bike, to do all these things. We have to, like, continuously have yeah. this confidence and then we ha- go out into the world and we hear parents in the, you know... Mm. I think a lot of people don't even realise their words in their household. They're like, I'm not judgmental of other people, but then the way that they're judging themselves or their partner. And then it's like, as kids, then we just lose it all. And then we end up in a society where it's like, we don't trust ourselves. We don't like ourselves. We've got like all everyone's like negative opinions about the way that we should look. And it's like, I'm so much more than that. Negative energy as well. Like that. Yeah. And you see it and it's not even like you... People think it's a woo-woo experiment, that rice thing, you know, where you put the, the love on one rice Wait, jar. What's and this? Have you seen it? It's pretty no. cool. It's a real thing as well. Yeah, so you've yeah. Like, and I've done this. Two jars of rice? Two jars of rice, same yeah. position in the house, and you put love on one and hate on the other. And you say and you words say, of love to one rice. I've done that with and the plants. And you hate it. Yeah. yeah. And, it go, and one dies and goes all br- like brown yeah. and mouldy and yeah. shit, and the other one a little bit, but nothing, fuck all. And it's like it's it's reflective of the energy that you're putting into yeah. the words. Even you see it in the ice shards. That only works I, on Asian children's families. <laughs> Did I send you the ice shards one? Yeah, so I, I've the, read that. As, um, there's a book called Something of Water or God in Water or something like that. That's incredible. And it's all about that, the way that different words influence how water forms yeah, crystals. Yeah, so it was... Yeah, that uh, was on Gaia or... Ga- yeah. Gaia, yeah. Gaia TV. Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. The, the words that they were saying, so for example, um, you can do it. Versus do it. Yeah. The two changes in the ice shards in the in the sheets were completely different. One was like you can. It was a, a positive affirmation of like you can do this. Yeah. The other one was telling do it. Yes. So the, the and I was that, sponsored by Nike. And <laughs> so if one. we yeah. <laughs> so if we see uh, if we can see that the words can impact just a fucking shard of water that's frozen. Oh yeah. So we should uh, make clear that 
saying you can do it to water, mm. it froze in a nice geometric, like beautiful, like flower, visually stimulating. What we have learned, yes, to be pretty, yeah, yeah. And then the other one would do it. It was disjointed, and what we've learned to be to be ugly it's or chaos, or, yeah, yes. yes. And so, if we're seeing these things play out just in a shard of glass, imagine the negative impact of constantly being told what you have to do, told yeah. what you have to think instead of like, you can do this. And I've written an article about this on our web on our website called what, Choice. What, you guys have got a website? Mm. Yeah, fancy. Oh. Choice. <laughs> Not used very <laughs> often. wrote an article. <laughs> yeah. Choice yeah. is our superpower. And, and, and I think like making choices yeah. in life and having the freedom to make our own choices and make mistakes and yes. learn from them is fucking our biggest superpower that we I have. That. Because... Um, if you if you take that away from us, our our, our freedom of choice and freedom of of, of responsibility, we, we I don't, what do we become? Like a fucking robot, just following yeah. the rules, and then you feel restricted and you you feel like you're you're not in control of your life. So yeah. I think uh, positive words, positive affirmations to your kids as they're growing is huge because they grow up, they start this innocent child. Yeah. And maybe there's something to it that people say that like, they can see ghosts and stuff when they're oh my younger. God, that's a whole other topic for another yeah. day with my little boy. Y- yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. 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 Well, Scotty came through last night and told me there was someone in a room. Can we talk about it? Do you want to talk Stop. about it? I, yeah, let's yeah. Talk. Last night. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a, um, a little boy in a room last night talking to her. <gasps> oh, my God. I just got goosebumps. Was it Memphis? Where was he last night? Yeah, Memphis, <laughs> you naughty little <laughs> Yeah, literally, la- literally last night she came through. Did she describe who it was? Uh, no, I just said, little, uh, she said a little boy on the end of her bed. <gasps> oh, my Ooh. God. See, I always used to have something on the end of my bed I as well. And I used to have this imaginary friend. Mm. And now I look back, I'm like, that wasn't fucking imaginary. Like, yeah. I had – but so, Memph, we moved into this house when I was pregnant. What I was area? working – so, up at Mullaloo. Yeah. And – we, I remember we moved in and the guy was a stoner. He loved his, like, weed because mm. we found his bong out in the back. <laughs> anyway, when he left, he goes, oh, good luck with your friends in there. Literally, I was like, oh, my God, pregnant. I was fucking oh, petrified fuck. of ghosts. Like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Like, watching all those scary movies and yeah. stuff. Never want to be left alone with ghosts. Like, they might yeah. hurt me. If yeah. I'm not scared of robbers, fucking ghosts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I was just like, whoa, fuck, what does he mean? So I, was, I messaged him. I was like, what do you mean? And he said, there's a bloke out the back. And I was like, no, no. Anyway, got my friend to come over. She said she felt some stuff, but we cleared the house, all this stuff. Yeah. Anyway, then when Memphis was maybe like 18 months old, he just started waving out the back one day. And I was like, who are you waving to, Memphis? And he's like, that man. And I was like, Oh, oh no! Man, it? anyway, in this corner where he was waving, we were constantly having electrical issues. Oh my, my husband's gosh. a sparky yeah. inside the house. No, so this oh, is just the on the back veranda, like yeah. on our. We've got a beautiful area that's like Bali. It's pretty much like you walk out the back and go to Bali. Yeah. And so there's this one area that would always like you know in when it would have been an electrical storm or rain or whatever that it would trip out in that corner. Yeah. And I'm telling you this because then I got I got introduced to this psychic lady medium who is next level. So. Yeah. I ended up going to her and a week before I went to her, I knew that Memphis had been waving to this guy and I was trying to ignore it. <coughs> I did a meditation out the back and I was calling in my guardian angels. Mm. And I said, like, what's your name? And I wrote Michael. Anyway, got went to my psychic lady. She was like, okay, I'll come and do a proper house, you know. And she goes, I'm actually 
doing this thing to you right now so when you get home I'm going to let him know that I'm coming but she goes I think he's trapped in your house like he can't get out he's trapped in between worlds I'm like okay this is getting fucking hectic <laughs> like do oh I believe Lord. this my logical brain's going like oh my god Heidi yeah. stop it but your little boy's been talking yeah. she gets to the house and she's like oh talking to him she's like, Michael oh yeah that name that I, and I was like what the fuck <laughs> Anyway, Memphis, literally this is a week and a half ago, we're in the pool and he started waving. And oh, I was no, like, he's back. And he goes, Mum, Michael. Because oh. <laughs> now he's through my, And I'm like, you go? he goes, he doesn't live here anymore. He goes, but oh, he, he just, said this he to just, Memphis. Yeah, no, he said this. He goes, he doesn't live here anymore. Because she told me she'd moved him on. Mm. He goes, but he just came back to say that I had looked after you when, when he needed it and he was outside my door. And I'm like... He said that to Memphis? No, Me- Memphis, Memphis said, said that, that to, to me. you. Because he, he's like, I have these little conversations with him. He, so he goes, he's, he came back, mum, just to say that he'd looked after me the other day. What the fuck? Just f- then. And then, <laughs> and then oh, mate, I've got stories because then he started talking about my nan recently. Yeah? He was having a conversation Ugh. with my nan. Memphis was having a chat. Then we were on the plane and I'm crying, like watching Elvis, which was my nan's favourite guy. Yeah. yeah. And Memphis just looked at me and he goes, that was Nanny Brenda that day at the park when we saw all those white feathers. And I was like, just randomly, (laughs) what? I was like, did she just tell you that then? And he goes, oh, she comes to me all the time. Has he met her before? Never. So she she died. We showed her, we showed him one photo and we've definitely talked about her. Like we've talked about her. But when all this stuff started happening with my nan, it was probably maybe like nearly a year since we'd had any kind of talk around her. Yeah. And I'd ask for a sign of white feathers to say that Griffo and I were going to be okay and all the relationship stuff we were going through. And we went to Hillary's one morning, Memphis and I, and there was hundreds mm. of white feathers. So then him saying that, I was like, what the fuck? Fucking hell. That's but awesome. So try I, and make sure he doesn't lose that. Well, that was, well, I, was, and I, was just I try and talk to him about it all the time, but he gets like, because he's three and a half, he kind of questions what he's, he's like saying these weird adult things. Mm. <laughs> so potentially, and and this goes back to what we were just talking about, like the negative words having impact, potentially you're, the, the way you're talking to your son and the way you're giving him maybe potentially positive. positive. Well, I don't know what you're, how you talk to him, but yeah. I'm assuming very positive and, and reinforcing sort of um, talk. Trust potentially yourself. it's keeping him innocent and he's able yeah. to see through veils or whatever. I don't, I'm not going into Makes a sense. woo-woo unscientific area there, but, but I don't know. It's just, it's, it's interesting that you can see it physically represent it within a shard of ice yes if we can see it physically represent there's got to be something going on there um, so that be. that negative talk but but yeah. I, I think i think I going that. back to that whole that, that whole lizzo thing i think that's great that we can sort of agree that the probably the most unhealthy aspect of the whole thing is the shaming of of everything because it does create the mental health yeah um yeah. side of things that is not required and, and fuck as we can see now it's not it's not just fucking young boys young girls obviously cop it oh, really bad it, we just see it fucking everywhere. in america with the yeah. school shooting and and yeah. I, and we can't just but it's blame. like where is it coming from yeah i was about to and say it's we, like it's the parents and all that that's like i said a whole other level of you know i think people all the time go oh all this bullying online and this and that and i'm like but have you seen the comment section of adults? Mm. Like, oh, yeah. It's, you know, and, and I think people are very unaware of what 100%, they say. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, just really become aware of how you're even speaking to yourself and how mm. you're speaking to your partner yeah. because they're, you know, picking up on all oh, that I've, too. I've recently been doing it just because with this leap of faith thing, instead of going... I love that you're on a leap of faith. A leap of faith. I've been, I've, I've been wanting to send in a text something like, yeah, it's fun, it's risky, I'm probably going to be poor... 
uh, for a while, and then I go, I'll be fine. I'll make money or yeah. something like yes. that. I always I've been replacing manifestation. It. Well, manifestation, yeah. but also like, why the fuck am I thinking I'm probably going to be poor? Because yeah. if I start thinking that, I will. I fucking will. I'll recognize opportunities to be poor instead yes. of recognizing opportunities to make money. And it's not necessarily for me making money. I've got in my head life balance. Um, and I've already fucking won because I, my daughter's at school now, five yeah. days a week. That first, except for the first year where I was sort of working two jobs, from one till four, I got to see a, a huge amount. So I've already awesome. won. If yeah. my business failed, and it won't, it'll fucking thrive. Yeah, um, boy. It's going to be sponsoring this podcast. This podcast will be going <laughs> yes. full time and we'll be making fucking squillions. But yes. um, we're already making squillions. I, yes, I, we are. <laughs> we are. I've already won. I've already yeah. won because I got that extra time with my daughter. Like, I was so upset when I was at work fucking welding yes. stuff and my wife at the time would message me a video of my daughter's first step or first smile. And I missed it because I'm at work. And I still didn't get everything once I was uh, working from home and, yeah. and doing my own thing. But, like, it just provided so many more opportunities. I get to pick up my daughter every fucking day from school and drop her off because see, Steph's, cool Steph's work's a bit more rigid. So even when it's not my day, I get to see Scotty for an extra two hours. Like, it's my little mm, cheeky. I love it. And I love her name as Scotty, well. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. We got, Tidy's got about seven minutes. I feel like this has been a what good life. What time is it? I don't even know what it's time it is. 11.50. Yeah, and, like, do you have a toilet here Five. as well? Oh, yeah, it's not yeah. that great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, got, yeah, well, I just did. Yeah, <laughs> Wolfie do, yeah, 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 because Wolfie does not, and me and Delby don't. So, who's Wolfie? He's a stand up comedian. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah he's like, awesome. I he, heard that name. he does the um, he, he originally owned this place, mm. yeah, with that. So, and we've sort of just commented it, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, but well, yeah, okay, so to finish, I think that we'll. we've um, did we've, I answer all your questions? I think we've yeah. done pretty well. I feel like we, we should do another part too because it's just a good. Yeah. Good discussion because I feel like you've got a lot more to offer. I've got so much yeah. to say. Because it ended up being like, yeah. you guys vibing. Vibing. <laughs> <laughs> We're fine, like chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, did you not think we had chemistry as well? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. Vibe? But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think what we've done, if we've start, these conversations are very important mm. between people who, and we need to see more of it in the world. People mm. who disagree having, because we've found straight away a middle ground where we all agree that like the biggest damaging part of the whole fat shaming thing is the fat shaming itself it's not the fucking the, the fat shaming comes from being um, something wrong within that person that's doing yeah yeah like i've never felt the need to comment on someone going oh you fat fuck like yeah or did like you think it? um sometimes, sometimes and that's where it's like challenging that right yeah. where does that come from why do you think that yeah like they're the questions like, it's like, because we have these thoughts, beliefs, mm. and it's like, well, where did that come from? Yeah. But also, like, I feel like there's some science that just demonstrates what is optimal Health. for your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same time. Interesting. Yeah. Optimal functioning. Yeah. And like I said, like, making those changes I guess has made that me depends feel what doctors and uh, scientists you <sighs> listen to. Yeah. And what fucking funding Well, it comes have. down to um, <laughs> Physical 100. Have you watched that? On Netflix, no, check but it I've out. Heard about that. Oh, yeah, bro, yeah. the big dude gets pretty far. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah. he's super athletic, man. Yeah, I think the the best one was the uh, uh, the one who got so far. He was like pretty soft, like as in soft body. He wasn't like the the ideal ripped fucking body. I can't even remember what he did. He was like a tobogganist or something. Yeah, the like, loot, the skeleton guy. Yeah, that guy. And so, but just had this physical strength of like and, yeah. and speed. 
He does, it wasn't ripped as he fuck. He is one of the greatest. Now, again, fitness does not necessarily mean health because yeah. Ben Cousins could fucking run around yeah, on crack. Well. Like, so fitness you and... You get him on the pod. Yeah, well, no, I messaged oh, him last good. night and oh. fucking left me on red, cunt. Oh. <laughs> what does that mean, left you on red? Didn't like answer. Like his red. Like, <laughs> oh, red. red like a new thing. Like a red colour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so before we... We're going to do the intro in post. Yes. So we'll quickly do um, your... Anything you want to plug, closing message. Yeah. And then we'll finish and then we'll talk about what we talked about. Yeah. So um So your book, yeah, and your stuff book, like that. yeah. Your courses. Well, I mean, you'd probably give it the best testimonial. Yeah. So it's called Drunk on Confidence. Yeah. You can get it on Audible. Um, it's a good, easy listen. And um, I read it myself. Yeah. So if you're not over my voice. Yeah, Heidi <laughs> reads it out. And um it's it'll give you more context for the next time that we have Heidi back on as well. Yeah, because yeah. we only touched on it a little bit. Oh no, I really. It's what happens when that's a good organic conversation. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and like yeah. hearing people as well, and, and I, hearing each other's opinions. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I've, I've actually really enjoyed today's episode. It was yeah. just um, I didn't I didn't know how it was all going to go. So I was, I'm did we, did you think me and Delby were going to beat the shit out of each other? Because I like to be the level head a little bit sometimes, <laughs> yeah. and but yeah, I just yeah, I think it went really well. Yeah, good. I just think it's good because I vibe every time we've. Caught up, yeah. Every time we've met, it's been easy to chat. Yeah, and I think that um, what you're doing is worthy of having a chat about, well, and thank also you. like I want to hear. We still need to hear more. I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we well, did go really read my it. book or yeah. listen to it, mm-hmm. um, and then get me. Not you, but yeah. like the people, they can go. Mm. You know, oh, yeah, go question check it out. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah. Well, so, I'll um, yeah, I'll. I'll Get the book as well, and I'll, I'll have a yeah, read. Yeah, what you didn't bloody read no, it? No, because we liked it. Well, no, okay, okay, I'm not going to say. I'm lazy. No, you don't need to. No, <laughs> you don't need to. No, I'm lazy. And but, it'd be but good for you, baby, raising a daughter as well. Yeah, yeah, and it's also good, like, for one of us to have no context and yeah. no yeah. idea, oh, because yes, then I can ask surprised. the questions. Yes, yeah. Well, yeah. one of us goes in blind, and the other one knows more. Tends to, yeah. Sounds but like a radio else? show you used to work on. Have you got any? Because we got quite a few female listeners. Yeah, surprisingly, yeah. Is there any? Things that you want to plug, like any Send courses. me a message yep. uh, on Instagram yep. at underscore Heidi Anderson. DMs are always open. Cool. Let us know what you think of today, you know, your thoughts. But I guess the biggest thing that I want people to think about is kind of what I said to you, because this has been the work for me, Yeah, is like when I have these thoughts or judgments about myself or other people, like where are they actually coming from? Yeah. Mm. And that's the work that I did just what last weekend in my workshop. It's like when you're hearing your inner critic, mm-hmm. who is it? Yeah. Like, is it, was it your mum from when you were five? Yeah. Was it your brother? Was it your friend? Was it someone that hated you? Was it me? Like, you know, mm. was I mean to you? Like, yeah. you know, it's, and then you create this, because for mine was, I was always going to be like successful if I was skinny. Yeah, right. And that was the yeah. story that I created. Which but, isn't the, yeah. But, yeah. you know, and so it's like, so yeah, dive deeper into that. Because once you yeah. do, then you start to understand yourself. And for me, that has opened so many doors for me of like anything is possible. Yeah. Me changing as a person to live the best life that I can every yeah. single day and then raise my son, it's been a game changer. I will totally attest to that because yeah. I, I've never got fat. I wouldn't say fat, but if you see my before and afters, I, I was pretty – I was dad body and I've lost about 10 kilos yeah. and um, I'm pretty – ripped at the moment i guess without sounding too arrogant and i remember looking in the mirror and i was i said to myself why are you looking in the mirror and then i also said what difference does it make now you you're happy with your body but you still like yeah. there's still something else it's that that 
you're great. That's for me. It's just one less thing I have to sort of think about, I guess. Mm. But, but it's like, where what is did that the body? From? Yeah, and what did the body add to? I think it's anything. coming from for you. Like it can even be a past version of yourself that's yes, no longer relevant like, to you. Yeah, yeah, you because be when a professional footy player. Yeah, Sammy, oh my god, Sammy, and then that that chat, that voice, that's not you anymore. It's changed, yeah. and you're holding on to one hundred percent. I definitely, I I remember I, it was not last night. It's a couple of nights ago, and I remember looking. What the fuck does it matter? Yeah. Like, yeah, but I feel great and I'm glad, but fuck, what does it, it matter how I look? It happens with all the women as well. Like, yeah. that you were saying that, listen to this, like, how many of us, I bet, go back and we look at all these old mm. photos yeah, of yeah, ourselves yeah. and it's like, and then we're beating ourselves up because we don't look the same as we did 10 years ago. We've had three kids. We might not have even had three kids and oh, we're like, yeah. oh, my hips have gotten bigger and yeah, this and no that. Shit. And, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, we fucking change. Like, yeah. like uh, the, what size I am today, I could be totally different in two weeks' time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I fluctuate from what I'm doing, with how, you oh, know, yeah, but yeah. it's like, but we'll go back and we'll get so critical on those photos of like for our past versions mm. and yeah. then you know then we end up looking back and we go fuck I, I didn't even look that bad I yeah. looked pretty good yeah. so yeah Context. anyway I could talk for so yeah. long well, with you guys well you gotta go in a sec so I know and I've got a pee oh okay. yeah I got a pee I don't so. even think I looked at the camera where is it oh, oh, okay. there you go <laughs> cool. alright thanks for joining us brow game's strong. and <laughs>